If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're yeah. to the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent a cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people. This week on the program, it don't take money, and it don't take fame, and you don't need no credit card to ride this train. Oh, it's Christ. Back to the Future. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. And we love movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in. As always, like I said up front, it's Back to the Future from the year 1985, directed, of course, by Robert Zemeckis. Big Bob. This Big is Bob. exactly <laughs> Big Bob. Oh, here comes Big Bob. Look out, Big Bob. Come, Big Bob, by the way, got Wait. one of the worst movies of 2018. So it's a Big Bob and there. Little Bob. Is Bob Gale Little Bob? <laughs> yeah, Bob they, that's Bob. absolutely yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that Marwin movie is terrible. Dude, huh? I saw Welcome to Marwin this Ooh. morning. I got to tell you. You shouldn't have. It's... <laughs> Oh, that's my job, dude. 
I just feel bad for everybody involved. Why does Carell keep getting roped into sentimental shit that no one wants well, to watch? Oh, I know this. Oh, okay. You know uh, Middle America? Foxcatcher bombed, and it yeah. was him actually going out uh, on a ledge. Yeah. And then he was like, fuck it, doing the Hanks but, route. But he was nominated for an Oscar for that movie, right? Yeah, I Yeah, think but so. the movie did nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was, and like he got snubbed completely. Well, has, guess what? Marwin's going to do nothing. Yes, too. also. It's, I mean... <laughs> It's so bad. And the funny thing was, like, of all days, like, we're sitting here recording an episode on what is, by the way, I'll go on record, my favorite movie of all time. And I'm sitting in the fucking screening room just like, Jesus Christ, what a difference 33 years makes. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's so bad for everybody. So let me guess, Steve Carell as a little doll man is going, rub my bump. Also. It was a documentary, right? Yeah. Welcome to Marwin, or just called Marwin Call. Call. Great movie. Came out in 2010, which is all you need to see. Marwin Call? M A R W E N C O L. Okay, now why do they take off that C O L? Well, you'll have to watch the movie and find Re- out. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, and it's art- it's artistic license, and it's dumb as dog dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna open this beer. Uh, well, so like, so is the thing like he invites women over to his house, and he's like. This is you as a doll. This is me as yep. a doll. And he goes, right. eh, 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 eh. <laughs> I'll say this. There's no crotch bump, yeah. but there is boob bump. Oh, there, oh, there better be boob bump. You, yeah. you need boob bumps. <laughs> you know, I got to say, Zemeckis is best when he leaves uh, uh, animatronics and or uh, what, what, what's, the, what's that fucking motion? Any motion capture mm. nonsense. Well, yeah. well, he did uh, Polar Expressors. Right? And did he do the Carol as well? He did. He yeah. did both those Christmas Carol movies. and um, Beowulf. Yeah. Yeah. Beowulf oh, is what started right. the craze. Oh, did he do Beowulf too? He did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. Um, oh, it's say- me, Ray Winstone. I'll <laughs> play the thin guy. Yeah, the whole world needs to be CGI so maybe we could be what? thin. Oh yeah, the magic of movies. <laughs> Would you like to see my watery cock? <laughs> no, that's Anthony Hopkins. Oh, almost oh, almost oh. shows digital dick in that movie. I mean, that movie's all about dick trauma. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, Beowulf, okay. yeah. Um, oh, I was oh, I was gonna say about the the motion capture stuff in this movie. At least it works out only because the things being motion captured have to look like plastic dolls. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally fine. There's no effort to make them look realistic. And sure. That's it, better. It actually looks pretty cool. Bad movie. Anyway, great movie. <laughs> Back to the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the fuck do you begin? I, it's interesting this month getting started. Mm-hmm. Where do you start with Star Wars? Oh. Where do you fucking start with Terminator? Okay, okay. Uh, Emmy Brown. Biggest slob in the universe. Oh, Dr. Emmett L. Brown, dude? Yeah, he g- got <laughs> cold Burger King Everywhere. next to his fucking bed. And here's the thing. I have to applaud Doc Brown because if I lived literally next door to a Burger King, I would be dead. <laughs> I would be so dead. This dude shares a front yard uh-huh. with Burger King, and he's he's thin okay, Christopher so Lloyd. He had a beautiful house once. Yeah. What happened to that? Did he he burned it down or something? Well, that's the a thing. Rag you, fire, you an oil see, rag fire. You see a, a a newspaper headline that says like Brown Mansion destroyed. I think it is indeed an insurance scam. Oh, oh well, here's the, well, why would he, the thing is you see that because you know the the opening of this movie it's you know there's actually no no music it's just the clocks and we're we're right. going, creeping through his uh, dilapidated disgusting house. I just agree with you, Chris. Yes, uh, awful, but sub Pee Wee Herman machinery. <laughs> but he's got this fucking monument to the, the his family's house burnt down, framed. Like, what is he's, this guy's dude, problem? This guy's like this some wealthy fail son. Like he inherited <laughs> he inherited all this money beautiful home and he's like well i'm just gonna i'm gonna tinker forever oh yeah if well, this is how, then, 
everything burns down. This it, is why it's framed, though, because it's a shrine to his greatest trick yet, <laughs> which is fucking insurance fraud. I, I wouldn't be surprised, by the way, if that's how Wyatt Coke ends up, too. <laughs> Who's Wyatt Coke? It's the uh, the fat chubby. Oh, he makes son. all those yes. stupid T-shirts, dynamite, and money shirts. The uh, the Coke brothers are the American monarchs right now. Yes. They control everything in our lives, uh-huh. and that's their son. Yeah, one of them- Marty, wear this padded shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's got hot dogs on it, Marty. <laughs> One of them is going to be dead soon, though. Oh, good. He's like gravely ill. That's great. So the, Fingers the crossed. Ab- does the other one absorb it? Is that how that works? I like think you eat him. Yeah. <laughs> like the end of my uh, dead brother. The end of the cook, the thief, uh, his wife, and the Got lover. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Windigo style, loving it. Here's a cool thing, by the way. Director of photography on this movie, Dean Cundy of Halloween fame. Yep. Hey, Dean Cundy. <laughs> <laughs> And several other projects. I uh, what is the so? The, by the way, this movie's got a lawsuit against Honey, I Shrunk the Kids because it's the same fucking opening. It's we're making breakfast. I'm a kooky inventor. Uh-huh. Here's my kooky inventions that make me breakfast. But don't doesn't everybody then owe money to Pee Wee? Was that how Pee Wee begins? Wait, when it, did now? When did Pee Wee start? Like like because. Did his machinery happen in the film or the television show? Ooh. It's in the movie. I think it's it was the a movie, movie first than a show. Or right. I mean, see, this is this is like the timeline's all out of whack. You, got... you people listening are yelling at us right now about this. But <laughs> well, l- I'll let you thing. know that the, we're, we're from the future and things changed or we're from the past, whatever. Big, Pee-wee's Big Adventure was also 1985, though, wow. and it actually came out a month after Back to the Future did. Mm. Interesting. And the also cultural movie... zeitgeist of the time was fun machine. And they had to film this movie four times because they kept casting Eric Stoltz. So they right? had to like, redo it all over again. Oh, I think once it was Paul Rubens. And then he got the idea and then he left and he was replaced. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Yeah, you're cut. Marty, you have to stop jerking off in the movie theaters! Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that was uh, uh, Marty I'm, Marty played by Fred Willard for a moment. I'm, I'm building up to it. Uh, one day I will, though. <laughs> um, here's a question. I mean, so we get this really cool uh, static opening. Marty comes into Doc's house. It looks like a Doc is dead. By yes. the way, it looks like yes. Doc is yep. dead in the bathtub. That's what's going on. Absolutely, like... the dog food all over the place. <laughs> the coffee spilled everywhere. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fucking fight. Here's the thing. He's either drowned in the tub or. <laughs> You're gonna go to the back of this garage, look up to the rafters, and he's fucking hanging dead. Like, like no pro- future is is hanging across <laughs> his fucking chest. This dog food, by the way, is really what 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 puts it's like problem child diarrhea. In the cup. <laughs> like it's just disgusting, and it's, it's really awful, really wet and like lumpy. Uh. How do they know each other? It's never mentioned. The, the it- relationship is very bizarre, and everyone asks this, right? <laughs> yes, I mean nobody, nobody. It's not mentioned in any of the three films. Do you right? think it's they're like, age gap lovers? <laughs> they could be age gap lovers. It could be a real Breaking Bad situation. You oh, know what right. I mean? Like he's a, oh. they're making drugs. Wait, maybe he worked behind the counter at the Burger King, oh. <laughs> and Brown was coming in every day getting his Whopper and his Coca Cola. Oh, great! Here comes three fifteen p.m. Whopper guy again. <laughs> I need you to start working in my house. <laughs> What I'm I was, trying to make a couple of extra bucks. <laughs> what I thought about this time, because you know, there's all the all the different ideas and yucks that you can get from how they know sure. each other. But what I honestly thought about this time watching it last night was, I think to a degree, he kind of sees Doc as like a wacky like surrogate father because George McFly 
in the timeline we're introduced to him is such a fucking bungling loser yeah. that no yeah. one should look up to this yeah. guy. Right, so his father's such a pushover, so he finds a father in Doc Brown, and then he goes back in time, makes his father, uh, you know, uh, 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 not a pushover. A virile, like a, exactly. billionaire, scumbag-looking fella. Yeah. Right, so sh- he should just not know Doc Brown anymore, right? Yeah. Like, in the- well, Here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing that I think we got to put right out on the table. You cannot start overthinking this movie. Yeah, because the second you do, the whole thing well, collapses around you. I will not think about the science because yeah. I know that's a trap. Yeah. But, Everything else I have to think but about. Yeah, like the timeline stuff. Like, also, why would they have the same house of yes, billionaires in of the course. same neighborhood? Yes. Yes. Now, we don't know, though, whether or not the condition entirely of Lion Estates is such <laughs> that it's like acceptable for them to live in. That makes sense. In the beginning of the film, when Marty gets home, there's like graffiti everywhere. It's sure. a real garbage dump. Mm-hmm. But maybe something, maybe George McFly started like a homeowner's association <laughs> within the neighborhood. Right. Because <laughs> him, he, he's now the inventor of Darth Vader. So he, the entire neighborhood's been enriched by him. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, and I mean, well, even before, something I didn't pick up uh, at all was how grit, like gross the town is. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, guess, like it's not even just that there's an adult bookstore on Main Street right. <laughs> that it, I can yeah. get over. That's just fine. It's that there's a lose aerobic studio. Yeah. Oh right, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It went from a cafe to Lou. Kept it up, but it's an aerobics studio. Well, Lou knew, knew what was up, dude. <laughs> I guess I, diners are out. Aerobics is in. Uh, we're is doing aerobics get, bad. Get, we're getting killer workouts in, my friend. Oh. It just seems weird because everything else is like an adult movie theater, fine Jesus, XX bookstore, <laughs> and you then know, the aerobics, a Texaco, and then the aerobics <laughs> studio owned by Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's probably at this point Lou Junior. Okay, I got his because oh. Lou in 1955. That guy's already like 68 years old. Yeah, smoking three packs a day. It could be Lou Ann, his daughter. Oh, oh maybe. Yeah. yeah, okay. And just carrying on the Lou name. Yeah, so we go into Mar- uh, Doc Brown is not dead in his bathtub or hanging in the rafters. Marty is. It's also this weird. I tried to he- hang myself in the bathtub, <laughs> hit my head, and I drew this. <laughs> Yeah, dude, what a gift, by the way. A failed suicide attempt turns dude, into inventing time Hanging travel. a clock. No, he's yeah. just saying that because there's a kid. He's talking yeah. to a kid. He's- no, you know what it was, dude? I was hanging a clock. He was wearing a huge Flava Flav clock around his neck. <laughs> That's the news. <laughs> the weird thing about this movie, or like... He calls uses- his own house. You see this? What's that? I was just going to say, he calls his own house. Oh, that's a really good point. When, when school is supposed to be in session. Right. What the fuck is that? Well, because he probably knows that, like, you know, Marty likes to skip school and go play guitar in the garage. Yeah, I guess. In his shit house. Because he says to him, he says, by the way, Marty, don't hook up to the amplifier. Because, yeah, that's what they're doing. But also the weird thing is, like, this world in which people, I don't know, like, you'll see this on TV a bunch, like, where people's kids who, who go to high school, their day starts at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. They do stuff before they go to school. Like, dude... This is a big problem on the show Friends. Yes. Uh, sometimes it happens on Seinfeld, just thinking 90s sitcoms about this. The people who see each other before they go to work. What? Oh, Are you fucking right. kidding me? <laughs> like at, at, in Friends, they're always going over to Rachel and Monica's house to have breakfast before work. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, Ross. <laughs> I couldn't it's imagine. I'm 7.30. I'm barely alive. Get out of here. I don't eat breakfast before work. I don't have time. No, I don't have time to eat about. breakfast alone. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to go over to Andrew's house and be like, hey, man, how's it going? It's almost Welcome the same. Welcome to 7 o'clock in the morning. Dude, I wouldn't open the door, first of all. I'd be like, Stephen, unless it's an emergency, you can't come in. <laughs> that's, the, that's the right answer. But it's the same thing when I see people like on the, on, the, on the bus or on the train going to work, and they're on the fucking phone. Yeah. Who are you talking to? <laughs> it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, those I, are just psychos. I don't, <laughs> don't phone, worry about those. I don't people. want a phone call from anyone until 3 p.m. <laughs> For any reason. I, I don't want a phone call from anyone, period. Good one. That's right. I don't need to hear your voice unless it is a fucking huge emergency. Leave a message. So he's like, <laughs> hey, Doc, are you telling me you're dead? You're bad. There's nobody. I'm alive. I got to, you know, so he's telling Einstein's okay. It's like he's like kidnapped his own dog kind <laughs> yes. of in a weird way. <laughs> For now, I need lives. But if you don't get down here at one fifteen tonight, this dog's going to burn. <laughs> Well, the dog is his test subject. That's yeah. right. Oh, because he couldn't afford lab rats. Mm-hmm. That's when we get. Are you telling me it's eight twenty? He does obviously the famous like guitar amp. Love the, it. The world's tiniest guitar. I mm-hmm. love that guitar, dude. It's just this. Uh, it feels. It feels like something fucking Jimmy Buffett would play. I think Elvis Costello had guitars like that. Did he? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he blows that amp. Hilarious scene. So yeah, Doc says I need to meet me in the parking lot of Twin Pines Mall at one fifteen a.m. Now question about this uh-huh. sure when we eventually get there doc is in this huge truck <clears throat> that says like uh i wrote it down because <laughs> it was the first time i actually noticed it it says uh dr e brown yep. enterprises 24 hours scientific yep. services uh-huh. whoa <clears throat> which is i guess kind of like an unused slogan for ghostbusters <laughs> yes but is Doc, here's my question like the mall's clearly open for business that day it's 1985 we got to sure. be making money yeah is Doc just hiding in this van the whole day? Or is he going into Twin Pines Mall? Is he hanging out at the food court? Well, he's repairing refrigerators. <laughs> he's got to be driving around in this thing because how else is anybody going to know about this shit? Yeah. I mean, 24. I that- and like also, he's, he, this is all family money. Give me a break. <laughs> like he's ever getting cold at 1 a.m. I have a science emergency. Well, I think he spent all that family money on uh, the DeLorean and then plutonium. Yes. That was right. probably no, That's a different one. story. That's oh, yeah, 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 that's that was a, a trade. That's a CD story we're going to figure oh, out. Oh, okay. We got to get there. Um, he he goes to high school. You know, we get some good. We get the power of love kicks right in. Absolutely, let's do it. Some sketching, <laughs> doing some skitching. lots of sketching. Oh, it's awesome, dude. I believe. Did I recall this correctly? The dude in the Mountain Dew hat who's driving that Jeep is indeed Bob Gale. Oh, is it really? I okay. think it's a Bob. I think it's a little Bob cameo. Little that Bob. Makes, <laughs> little, little Bob. Bob. <laughs> Big Bob make movie about American simpleton. <laughs> uh, so yes. Uh, why is, by the way, what, oh, was, yeah. what was Michael J. Fox's war on teenagers living through the 1980s? He's like, in every movie, he's doing these incredibly dangerous car stunts. In this, <laughs> it's sketching, which is incredibly dangerous. Absolutely. In fucking Teen Wolf, we're surfing on top of cars. Hey, kids, <laughs> Teen Wolf does it. <laughs> if Teen Wolf jumped off a bridge, would you? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, the secret of my success. I'm just going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to fucking lay under a car. I'm going to do that thing in that movie, The Program, and lay down in the highway. I mean, the population was getting bad at that point. Steve. Yeah. We had to hack them down somehow. <laughs> uh, so we are introduced to um, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Parker, played in this movie by Claudia Wells, mm-hmm. replaced by Elizabeth Shue for the other two movies. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and we're told that Principal Strickland is looking for him. Oh. And it's three tardies in a row, which I think means he'll be hanged. Well, you know why Strickland's really pissed. He's horny? Well, that too. <laughs> but bigger thing is that fucking Marty's hanging out at Brown's house. He's bringing lice into his school. <laughs> He's just been fucking hanging out there. He's filthy as shit. Well, Strickland has a problem with Doc, right? Because he says he's still hanging out with Doc Emmett Brown. And he caused an infestation in his premises. <laughs> That kid case. smells like dog food. <laughs> <laughs> Called him a nutcase. Yeah. Right. And we do see him also hanging out in the 1950s school. Yes. Mm. Maybe that's where the beef started. Well, like oh. Doc, after Marty left, like Doc just kept going back to the school. Do you? Well, no. I was going to say find you, another young companion. <laughs> do you think that Strickland and Doc Brown were like high school? Oh, uh, like yeah. in high school at the same time. Yes, definitely. Which is also fucking sad as shit, dude. If if Strickland went to Hill Valley High School, you would almost have to if you worked at Hill Valley High School, right? Right. But the uh, but the way they like Strickland must have like been in kindergartner when Lincoln got shot. Like <laughs> the way they have him in this movie. Yeah, oh, like, wait, wait. Do you think that Doc Brown like? Went to back to Lincoln times and took him to the to the future. <laughs> oh, maybe he took Strickland out. Yeah, took, maybe that's his first move. Present. I will say this guy uh, has an illustrious career playing the same character for the entire time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, most famously in Serpico, he's the guy that breaks up. They're like. This Serpico just tries to go to the bathroom, and this yeah. guy's like, "Hey, Serpico, there's a naked lady across the way." And the guy, and Serpico looks at, him, he's like, "Whatever, man." Then like some sort of scuffle happens. Strickland comes in, and he's like, "What the hell were you two doing in the bathroom?" Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> James Tolkien is his yes. name, obviously. Now this is still great. alive. That's a shock. Wow, right? good for him. Of course he is. Um, no, I would have guessed, dude, that James Tolkien didn't live to see nine eleven. So. We have we totally skip like an entire day of school and Marty has an audition yes. with his band <sighs> the Pinheads which I always yeah. thought was terrible. I uh, told you we should have done 50s covers. <laughs> <laughs> we have such wonderful music to play you. <laughs> <laughs> this next track is called Bloodletting. <laughs> Uh, so butterball on bass. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, oh yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, let's go through the instruments. Who would be? Who would be percussion? Percussion is that a word? Yes, that's like drumming. Just say drumming. <laughs> is that CD uh, man? Per- maybe. Oh CD no, head. he's the dude. No, he's think producing ch- the records. Dude. Okay. He's in the studio. Shatterer on keys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah, because yeah. his teeth look like little tickling yeah. the ivories. Yep, yep, Pinhead yep. is definitely like a very intimidating and a cool bass player. Absolutely, wearing sunglasses nonstop. Wait, so this band is two bass players now. Well, who's the bass? Oh, Butterball. Oh, Butterball's on bass. I apologize. Oh, Maybe fuck. Pinhead's rhythm guitar. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. And I think Smoker's got the gong. Oh no, you know what? There's two drummers. It's it's Butterball and the other guy because they're like Slipknot with two drummers. Oh, definitely. Uh, I was gonna Slip- say the Grateful Dead, but yeah, Slipknot's more. <laughs> Slipknot's probably the most Cenobite esque band. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah. If you Coming ask close, them, they are. I bet you at one point there was some like Slipknot Halloween show where they all dressed up like Cenobites. I, I would I would put money on it. Yeah. I would absolutely. Oh, put and money they call on themselves it. the Ceno Band. Oh, the Ceno Band. <laughs> Is that I, bad? I uh, I was into Slipknot 
in the in the really mid to late you're 90s. joking. The first no, the first the first album. See, all new metal. I'm just like, okay, yeah, all right, I'll dip my toe in. That's fine. But Slipknot, I was always like, whoa. <laughs> Does Slip, whoa. Slipknot qualify as new metal? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? There's no, there's, yeah. No, there's no rap, but there is some like uh, what do you call it there? Like uh, scratching, scratching, scratching going I, uh, on there. I don't think I've ever fucking heard a Slipknot song. Uh, but I, I would say, really love to keep it, it that way. I, ne- it I never like saw a- them live because of the smell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What I assume the smell is. Well, if you want to hear a Slipknot song, just imagine a garbage truck crashing into a brick wall. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Right? I mean, my God. That's not incorrect. That's find, about a, right. find a fucking melody. <laughs> Anything. I just have this image of you now, like as a producer in the 70s, <laughs> yelling at Dionne Warwick or fucking Michael Jackson. Better timeline. Better timeline. <laughs> Uh, but no, yes, yeah, it's the Pinheads. I always wonder who the who this band actually is, or his, his buddies. Like he didn't I, talk to them. He fucking goes to the. He's got. Yep, you got to right. go out with your pals You'd after you guys rejected. These would be characters in the movie in some regard. Yeah, exactly. And that's like. But I feel like the Pinheads and also his reference to going to the lake with the guys. Yes, that's why I don't think. It holds up the theory that Doc is Marty's only friend. Marty clearly has yeah. friends, right? Um, so it's it's not that. But the like, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe Marty is is a figment of Doc Brown's imagination. Ooh, I like it. Oh, sort shit. of like that Ferris Bueller theory about oh, Cameron, Cameron imagining Ferris, because Marty's like the coolest dude ever. Right? He's got this gnarly girlfriend, and he's in a band, and it's like totally. everything that Doc always wanted for himself, but he never had. <laughs> so is he imagining Huey Lewis as well, or? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why okay. Huey Lewis play? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. I didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you could lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners 
years to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Playing this like teacher who's on the committee to select the bands. Mm. I think that guy is actually just Huey Lewis, and he's like, the pinheads are fucking stealing my song. <laughs> You're too loud, and uh, write your own fucking songs. Exactly. I didn't look up the names or whatever, but I wanted to cross-reference to see if these dudes may have been members of the news. <laughs> they oh, might have oh, been. Because I, I don't know. They do look hilariously much older than Michael J. Fox. And uh, Mar- in Marty's room, he's got himself a fucking sports poster, obviously. Oh, does he? That's true. God damn, that's a great album. Good album. I, don't, do you, I don't care what anybody says. Do you think you ever album. asked that school administrator, like, oh, you ever noticed you look kind of like, <laughs> you look like Huey Lewis. <laughs> you look like Huey Lewis if he was a fucking huge loser. Well, no, it's, it's like a Clark Kent thing. He takes the glasses oh, off and he turns oh, into shit. Huey Lewis. Like that's there's an right. emergency that needs rocking out. <laughs> Somebody like light to fun music to be played. Exactly. Somebody plays the bass line for bad is bad. And all of a sudden he just shakes it off. And... But yeah, like he blows his audition uh, you know, too darn loud. He does not hang out to console the pinheads. He's like, I'm going to go out with my girlfriend. Like, I think fucking he, prima donna. Dude, I think all. he goes solo that afternoon. Oh, wow. He breaks the whole thing off. Getting huh? ready for his demo, McFly. Well, but also I'm on Huey Lewis's side here. No kids are going to dance to this Eddie Van Halen horse shit. Uh, I guess that's fair. He he starts with the flourishes. You know, he's doing like the... Like, just play the tune. Don't don't showboat. Can can anyone here sing? How about that? (laughs) I'll be the one in back to ask it. Here's the other thing, school selection committee. It's 1985. Cassettes exist. Hire a DJ. <laughs> this yeah. fucking live band horse shit. I thought it was a, it's a battle of the bands. That's what I thought. Right? It's a battle yeah. of the bands. So the bands have to battle. I thought they were auditioning to play the dance. Yes, that's so, what they're doing. Yeah. I, th- I thought battle of the band. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I'm going to go on record, and, and Lord knows we'll get corrected on the internet one way or another. Mm-hmm. I was pretty sure it was auditioning to play the dance. A battle because of, he gets to play the dance at the end of the yeah, movie. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But the battle of the bands, it would make more sense for them to play like this. Sure. You would have other bands there, wouldn't you? I don't know if you got a school. Like, how long is the Battle of the Bands going to be? Four hours? Like, you got to cut it down at some point. (laughs) There definitely is another band. Like, when he goes to get on stage, there's there's people like noodling around. But also, isn't the point to have a huge audience to pick the band? Like, it's not just supposed to be four people in a fucking room. People go people go to Battle of the Bands shows in high school. Oh, you saying the Battle of the Bands was happening like right then and there? It would. Yeah, that's. I mean, they would be selecting the battle. The people who were well. Let me tell you. Choose your fighter. (laughs) I played a Battle of the Bands. In high whoa, school. whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, But whoa. it was it was through like three different schools. 
So the, my Whoa, school what, so had, that was like a championship. <clears throat> sort of like you had auditions. Like the school picked whatever it was, like three acts. Oh, cool! To represent the school in the tri school, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was working this way. If it was a battle of the bands, which it is not, he's definitely auditioning. Well, how'd you do? I now I gotta finish the story here. What are we talking? It was the worst outcome you could expect. <laughs> they called us as the winners and then immediately corrected themselves, and we <laughs> <No>. lost. <laughs> Not even joking, dude. Wow. <laughs> did the other was the other did the other band go on to like great things? Probably. No, not at all. So you, did you take <laughs> hey, you, right. you took silver? We, t- we took silver. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. No. You was, la la landed. Yeah. But, so we get into like <laughs> some Marty's. Oh yeah, Justin Hurwitz, a very young Justin Hurwitz, had the wrong envelope. This is a mistake. It was not a joke. <laughs> now, Andrew's a loser. <laughs> Moonlight, it's you. Fuck you, Warren no, Beatty. No, the band. <laughs> Fuck you, Warren Beatty. No, the band. Andrew is a loser. They, they won. That's that's what they, they we're ready to go. Uh, but yeah, so we get a little bit of insight into Marty's um, really fragile psychology here. Like he is yeah. ready to fucking give it all up, dude. You know you're I mean? a fucking son of George McFly, though. What yeah. do you expect this kid to think like? I mean, look, I'm gonna say you are five foot three and a half, and you've got a girlfriend in high school. Just fucking, you're doing all right, pal. Shoot for the stars, man. You're already <laughs> yeah, halfway there. You're tiny little Marty McFly. You're dating Claudia Wells, Jennifer Parker. Look out, that's you're, fine. You're rebelling fine against your loser father. This is like he's halfway cool. <laughs> he's but, got the awesome fucking like thin uh, 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 suspenders. There. Suspenders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like he, those. He does do an asshole move here, though. He's walking into the park with her. And two jazzercise chicks pass him. Oh, yeah. And yep. he just fucking does it and like yep. looks behind him head, like, woohoo. Yeah. She fucking immediately pulls his face the like, other way, though. Like, fuck you, you little turd. <laughs> you little fucking teenage turd. Fuck you. Look that, at me. I'm fucking Jennifer Parker. God damn it. That could have been like a 1985 meme. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'm tired of that. Oh, yeah. Can of we course. please retire that? Well, of course. We should. You know, Let's every three months there's one. I'm like, ah, you got me back. I, oh, I, I'm true. that guy. Yeah. But for every one that's like, oh, I'm back into it, there's like nine that I'm like, I don't understand this one. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, Jennifer Parker says, Hey man, it's all right. We're going to go up to the lake and get fucking, don't even worry about Mm it. Um, we get some very important literature about the clock tower. Oh, clock tower lady. Of course he shuts her up real quick. (laughs) Here you go, lady. Here's a quarter. I'm trying to get laid here. (laughs) Well, they're about to make out. This is like, save the clock tower. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Bad judgment on that lady's part. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're right there. Mm -hmm. Mm They're about to win I, Kiss Chick. I don't want to save the clock tower anymore. <laughs> I want it to burn to the ground. It's like, you know what, lady? There was fucking $10 in it for you until you came up and ruined this makeout set. $10? I was feeling good. I was feeling great. And then you come around and fuck up my shit. <laughs> also awkward move here. Uh... They do start kissing after Clock Tower Lady leaves. Oop, Mr. Parker pulls up in that station wagon. He seems actually pretty cool with it. Like he's not like he's not shaking his fist or nothing. I thought you could for a, sure didn't he have a look. You get no, he you a get look. a hell of a bark. Yeah. There's a Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer <laughs> 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 Jennifer, get over here, god damn it. Come on. We go to your fucking grab. <laughs> Sounds like he sings for slipknot. <laughs> This was a thing I like. 
there, this is a movie about an old man who turns a fucking shitty 80s novelty car into a time machine. And the most unbelievable part I've always thought about it is that this woman knew her grandmother's phone number. <laughs> that is hard. Like, to this day, I see that. And she's like, he says, I'll quiet tonight. She's like, okay. Oh, wait. I'll be at my grandmother's. Let me give you the number. I'm like, what in the world? You know your grandparents' phone number? Get out of here. It is the 80s. You knew everybody's phone That's number. That's true. You had to oh, that yeah. shit in your brain, my I friend. mean, I remember memorizing everyone's phone number not my grandparents who cares but every 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 friend and acquaintance well, no, for I some guess, reason I, I had their numbers are all memorized that's what I mean and yeah. I think it's more a reflection of my relationship with my grandparents yeah, I mean I was like grandparents phone number get the fuck out of here <laughs> call grandma <laughs> Just that's, mom, that's mom's job yeah so what the fuck am I call mom calls and then after 10 minutes she passes me the phone for 38 seconds exactly. and then it goes back mm-hmm. I'm into that game <laughs> So we get to, we get number. to Marty's house, um, right? Uh, and this yes. is what, uh, we see the car that is very needed for our weekend at the lake. Oh this yeah! Is, I mean, I kind of want a movie that's just called Weekend at the Lake, where they're just kind of getting. There's down. a lot of totally. pornos like that, Steve. If <laughs> yeah, you but it's go not a lot of horror movies. Too. <laughs> also, that it's getting wet. Uh, but the car is unfortunately being towed into the garage. Oh no! Or the driveway. Ooh, big, ooh, big sorry, bump on it. Side movie. Yeah, it's. Um, Marty doesn't go. The car doesn't get totaled. Marty d- forgets about uh, uh, Doc entirely in this 115 nice. meeting. Uh-huh. Doc gets murdered by the Libyans yep. anyway. Marty <laughs> goes to the lake, and the ghost of Doc starts to kill every one of his friends. Oh, because yeah. he's angry that now the time machine has fallen to the hands of the Libyans, who then give it to Gaddafi. <laughs> That's right, dude. Who then, Gaddafi's going back in time, and suddenly we're, you know, the whole world is, is Libya. But that's the thing, dude. Then fucking finally, there would have been something to dig up about what went on in Benghazi. That's right. Well, that's the new world capital. Uh, the car has been totaled. Biff has totaled it, obviously. Oh, right. Thomas oh. F. Wilson is Biff Tannen. He's like 60% of the reason this movie works. I don't know why. He's just so much fun to look at. It's such a great character. It's cinema's greatest bully. Mm-hmm. I like and also, but you know what? He's a man of taste. He has the choice between a Miller Light and a Bud Light. He goes Miller. Mm, yes. I respect this shit. I, I respect. Had, I this. have your your car towed all the way to your house, <laughs> and you have nothing for me but light beer. <laughs> I'm just gonna do Trump for bit. <laughs> you're not. You're not bad. Well, that fat prick famously doesn't drink, though. Uh, I mean, I think that's only one of his many problems. What yeah. is there? What is uh, Biff and George's job? Wherein, like. First of all, like I guess you bully this guy into like being your subordinate, being your bully, your your nerd in high school, right. all the way to being your subordinate at work. Yes, in this kind of a town, I have to imagine <clears throat> they're it's both. What I think it's common. I think this happens across the these. No, United I know. States. I was I was about to make a hypothesis about oh, their their line work. of work. Yeah. yeah, and I would guess they're both working at like a small. No more than like twelve employee like State Farm Insurance office. Got yes. it. That sounds right. We're saying reports. I need those reports. Making the reports. Maybe they work at like a bank. Yeah, eh, a real I estate. I guess possibly real estate. I mean, they are arguing about whose insurance is paying for what. Not that that means anything. Sure, but yeah, I, I think it's just menial office whatever. Yes. Right. I love that you have to go home and watch your dad get humiliated like God. on a regular basis. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. <laughs> just you walk in. The, the man who you call father is just being debased by the dude who debased him in high school. Ugh. 
I wonder actually because obviously this movie was uh, you know it was Eric Stoltz first and then uh, he got fired or he left the project they they parted mutually which yeah he got fucking fired how long did that go on by the way six weeks or something like that Jesus they had a lot of this movie filmed with him but like because it was that why uh, my friend there uh, Crispin Glover was cast he looks more like Eric Stoltz than he does oh yeah maybe maybe. yeah. Because the dude who plays Dave McFly looks like Eric looks Stoltz. looks like Eric Stoltz, and they both then kind of look like Crispin Glover. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I have no idea. And also, uh, the dude who plays uh, Dave McFly, his older brother, is uh, Jimmy Olsen. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. Yes, from the yeah. Superman movies and from uh, Supergirl, Supergirl. The previous episode. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's working at McDonald's, by the way. Or yeah. Was it I McDonald's? Think I think he's working at the BK. Yeah, I oh, think Burger he's Burger King. Burger King man. He's oh, working at Doc Brown's Burger King. He's <laughs> pledged fealty to the king. Hey, Marty, <laughs> is Doc okay? I haven't seen him in like a week. He hasn't been getting his 3.15 p.m. Whoppers. <laughs> uh, Hello, Dave. How's your brother? The usual, please. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee you, Doc Brown, by the way, it's he's one of those old guys at, at a Burger King or any fast food where it's like he's got the burger, but he also has a fucking the smallest size black coffee. Oh, I like that. Definitely. And he's when there's a new item on the menu, he asks you what it is before <laughs> he orders it. And he dips the burgers into the coffee. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, God. It's the grease that really makes this coffee tick. It's just like, yeah. Oh, so Dave, yeah, your brother's doing good. How's your dad? It's like, uh, Miss Dr. Brown, you, you ordered, you have to move to the left. It's people behind you. <laughs> no, no, I know. Yeah. So, so. Uh, See what that crazy maniac Reagan is up to? Look, you got to move to the left there, Dr. Brown, please, Dr. Brown. Uh, Dave, may I remind you, I have no friends. <laughs> A spicy fajita sandwich. <laughs> now, what is that exactly? <laughs> Oh, God, again. Okay, it's uh, breaded chicken. Uh, you know, Einstein was talking to me yesterday. It's like, I don't care, man. You know? I, I don't clean my toilet at all. <laughs> you know, Dave, I think I'm going to kill the whole town. <laughs> you listening yet? No, you can't get a frosty here, sir. <laughs> Just move to the left, please. Yes, ma'am, I know, I know, I know, ma'am. Something in this movie that is supposed to be disgusting, but I start licking my lips like a cartoon wolf every fucking time. The dog food? (laughs) No. (laughs) Although that does remind me of canned corned beef hash, which isn't Uh, half bad. No, dude, when fucking George McFly's pouring out all that peanut brittle. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love. Now, peanut brittle. There's apparently like a deleted scene of like a like a sales girl like selling selling it to him. Oh really? It's like to establish him being a pushover even more. Oh okay. And I think they <laughs> cut it. Why? I get it. Yeah. He's been fucking humiliated in front of his entire family. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't need to line that up. And what are they eating? Are they eating like white bread sandwiches for dinner and peanut brittle? It looks disgusting. Well, peanut brittle is clearly the dessert course. <laughs> okay. There's also Pepsi floating around. Yet a lot again. of Pepsi. Pepsi. Yet again. Some the, beers. The very smart looking, by the way. Do you notice this? The old school Bud Light can. Yeah. Just that silver. Fuck this blue can shit. With Year round, a fucking picture of a football is, on it. it, does, it <laughs> does that one, is it America Light now or is it just Bud Light? I don't think that happened. What's did America they, Light? Did, did they do that? 
Did they? I when, don't know. When Bud, Budweiser was like, we're changing Bud Heavy to America. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Then the fucking, you can get a can of America. Uh, speaking of drinking, uh, <laughs> his mom's an alcoholic. She's right. having like oh. two or three fucking stolies at dinner, my friend. Absolutely. That is rough oh, stuff. Oh, you can see it in the face. That's what the makeup is more than the age, I think. I think yeah. the age makeup is great in this movie. It, it is. really is. It is. On everybody. It, um, it's funny because I was watching this on my Blu-ray. The only victims I think of high definition are Doc's neck, yes, mm. and Biff's jowls a little bit, mm-hmm. but everybody else like it kind of works out okay. Yes, um, uh, Strickland also kind of looks a little shitty here and there. And now in this family dynamic, I feel like the daughter's a little ill-defined. Yes. we never really see much of her. Right. She just like Jennifer called you. The only thing that we get from her is that she doesn't have boyfriends in the first timeline, and in the second timeline, she has many well, boyfriends. She, she's considering becoming easy in the first one. Uh, okay, yeah. To to get Ooh. more men in the yeah. second one, they're just falling over themselves to, to date her. Yeah, this is uh, 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 Linda McFly, played by Wendy Jo Sperber. Rest in peace. She oh. has passed oh. away. Oh. Did she Sorry. live to see nine eleven? <laughs> I, I mean, don't. this is like what we judge. I'm not judge, but this is what we observe uh, now. Uh, uh, she did. She passed away in 2005. So, you know, Dave, I don't think I'm ever going to get over that challenger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Or was that 86? 86, I think. Oh, so yeah. that was the year I had. Oh, maybe you saw it in the future. In Back to the Could've Future 2, <laughs> there's a scene where he goes in uh, to Burger King and uh, talks about the ch- uh, the Challenger explosion. Got it. <laughs> so they might usually have, you know, white bread sandwiches. But, sure. you know, thank, thank the Lord, we're going to have cake for dinner. Oh, uh, dude. And this is, <laughs> man, talk about a presumptuous dessert that blows up in your face. You think that your brother is getting out of prison <laughs> right. and you have a cake with the bird <laughs> flying the coop. Oh, and then he doesn't make parole. And you're just, you know what? Mm-hmm. Don't serve that cake. Throw it away. I love this little thread. It's just like a, yep. it's two jokes in a row, like in one each timeline. I'm like, that's fucking great. Uncle <laughs> Jailbird Joey. Uh, better the, get used to these bars, kid. <laughs> that was a legit laugh at it. I mean, oh, I definitely. Like, Absolutely. Living group. Better get used to these bars, kid. Also, another good one is... Ooh, time to change that oil, pops. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Yes. laughs> they are watching the honeymooners at dinner, which is a luxury I've never afforded myself. <laughs> Explain how this is a luxury. <laughs> you're watching one of the greatest television comedies of all time, and you're also eating peanut brittle while drinking beer. What more do you need? <laughs> you, that's a real you easy make, date. Yes, you can make that happen. <laughs> yes, New the, Year's is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> The dream of every 72-year-old. <laughs> Here you go, baby. Let's ring in the new year with Peanut Brittle, the Honeymooners, and Bud Light. And it's in a, in a rigid uh, bedtime of 11 p.m. <laughs> oh, cool. A yeah. late Christmas gift. Divorce papers. <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, Christmas Glover is great. But Leah Thompson's amazing in this movie. She's actually. so fucking she's good in this movie, man. Both of them are really great. They, His they, laugh when he's watching the Honeymooners. Yeah. Uh, I can't even do it. It's It's just so so sad to watch him enjoy it that much. You know what I mean? It's like, you fucking lose it. That's the thing, dude. (laughs) This is the greatest thing that will happen to George McFly this entire week. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh my God, the combination of peanut brittle and the honeymooners. Pretty cool. Uh, So, you know, Marty goes to bed. He wakes up. Uh Uh-oh, it's 1.15. Doc's like, you gotta get my video camera. (laughs) We're doing some weird shit in a parking lot. (laughs) By the way, Dave blew me off again. Like, oh, God, I'm not responsible for this shit. Pick up some quarter pounders. (laughs) 
Do you know what they did with the spicy chicken nuggets? <laughs> I th- we are before spicy yeah. chicken nuggets, Chris. I, I'm trying to imagine right. a better world here. Dude, okay. this is the mid-80s. Fast food had like four items. They, I believe in the mid-80s they did McPizza. I know. I don't oh. think the king dabbled in it, so I don't know if yeah, Emmett Brown ever partook. One, yeah. But <laughs> McDonald's tri- had a pizza, right? Yeah, they tried to do pizza. You know, Dave, McDonald's has pizza. <laughs> Are you guys gonna get that over here, <laughs> Dave? One of the uh, I realized before we move on to the experiment and sure. the rest of the film. One of the saddest parts of this movie is when it comes right after a fucking hilarious line. So it's like. Jennifer Parker called you twice, yeah. and L- Lorraine is like, oh, I don't like that girl, Marty. Any girl that calls a boy, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the sister says, well, how am I supposed to meet anybody? Uh, just like how I met your father. And Linda McFly says, that was so stupid. Grandpa hit him with a car. <laughs> Fucking great line. Another laugh out loud moment in the scene. Yeah. But then right after that is Leah Thompson like talk, and she's fucking staring dead ahead. Yeah. And she just says... And that's when I knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. And the fucking look of disgust on her face, reeling back years of constant disappointment well, and failure. Because well, he's, he's Steve Urkel laughing yeah. at the fucking honeymooner. He's not even listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking sad and yeah. great. Uh, so yeah, he go he goes to Twin Pines Mall. Uh, he sees Doc, and like this is when we are introduced to the DeLorean and the premise of the film of Back to the Future. Yep. Ah. license plate out of time. I love that Doc Brown thought ahead to get a personalized license plate <laughs> for this science experiment. I think because it's twofold, right? Like either it's a time machine and it works, or if it doesn't work. He is out of time, out of resources, and it's back to the fucking garage to hang himself. What do you mean, time machines, too many letters? Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, it's uh, out of time, officer. That's why I was doing 90. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vowels out. <laughs> Tin machine. I love to when Doc... Tin is, machine. <laughs> when Doc steps out of the car right here, He's legitimately so happy to see Marty. This could very well be the greatest day of this man's life. And he's so happy that his surrogate son is ready to film it all. Yeah. It's, it's very nice. It's a, I, I don't know what this relationship is, but sure. I think it's just it's father figure and lonely old scientist with zero social skills. And who can't afford a maid. <laughs> you shouldn't have to hire a maid if you live in a garage, dude. That's all you. <laughs> You can clean fucking fifteen square feet. Clearly, well, he cannot. You know. You also you don't want someone around to tell you to stop huffing paint and I guess that's, that's a good point. At least Marty never gets too preachy. They see. Marty, come back tomorrow, Marty. You gotta come back tomorrow. Doc's tired today, Marty. How about tomorrow? No experiments today. Einstein. Fetch me my drink. Don't you worry about those empty pill bottles. They're <laughs> just for the lady. <laughs> Actually, that's, oh that's what he's God. doing. He's, like Marty is mostly concerned about Einstein. He's like this fucking poor right. dog yeah. wrapped up with this old drunk. He never I, walks I, it, dude. He exactly, never walks yes, it. This, exactly. Right where, where you saw that fucking diarrhea dog food next to that, there's a pile of fucking diarrhea dog shit. <laughs> He keeps asking George and Lorraine, like, hey, guys, would it be all right if, like, one day maybe I had to bring a dog home for a weekend? Because <laughs> when he inevitably has to take custody of this dog away from Doc Brown. Oh, Einstein, he didn't feed you again. <laughs> 
Uh, so, of course, the big famous science experiment scene, Einstein gets in the car. I love this he whole thing. He is willing thing. to sacrifice his own dog. Dude is in the name to. of science, of course. You have to. But at the same... Well, here's the Everyone thing. Everyone starts with dogs, right? The Soviets shot dogs into, into space. space. That's, so. I think that's what he's going off of. Yeah. Well, if it was good enough for the Russians... <laughs> I believe in the Soviet Union, Marty. <laughs> Next a monkey. That's why I burned down my bourgeois house. <laughs> oh, don't say that too loud. <laughs> Insurance claims man could still be slinking around. Marty, do you think if I shot Reagan, uh, Jody Foster would be impressed? <laughs> oh, Doc. Oh, Doc. <laughs> Let me take Einstein for let me take Einstein for a walk. No, I think I should turn the camera off for this. <laughs> It'd be like taxi driver, Marty. You see, now Reaganism is the the poorhouse, and she is the victim. That, 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 that's fine. That's fine, Doc. And another thing about John Lennon. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Not him. Don't get me started on the Jews. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh turning, I'm taking the tape okay. out. Taking the tape out. That was the Burger King talking. <laughs> Drunk on Whoppers again. I think Dave's putting something in my food. Every time he's doing that, he's always putting stuff in your food, isn't he? <laughs> Lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and anti-Semitism sauce on a sesame seed bun. Yes, it's all the sauce stock. <laughs> So we're doing this experiment, and I love... Uh, here's the thing. It's a real fork in the road for Doc Brown right uh-huh. here. It's the, it's the famous shot of the two of them standing next to each other. Doc has the car like on remote control. It's coming at them. He says, when this baby hits 88 miles an hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Great line. Great line. Uh, here's the thing. It's one of two ways. It's either great hubris because he thinks like, fuck it, of course it's going to work. This thing's going to go back in time. This kid's going to shit his pants. Or he thinks, fuck, man, if this doesn't work, at least we'll get slammed by this car at 88 miles an hour and I'll be off this plane of existence forever. Because the look that he gives Marty when Marty kind of sidesteps and then he sort of looks at him and then like Marty steps back. It's the look of like, come on, kid. Don't you want to go to hell tonight? <laughs> Suicide pact. <laughs> I left everything to Einstein. <laughs> Gonna get killed by my dog. What a fucking horrendous but, turn this would be if the fucking oh. car came back and it was just goop on the inside. I, I do find it funny that you think this is the big decision of his life, not linking up with terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Or how about this? The, the Dude, car... it was 1985. Terrorists were a joke, Everybody man. was doing it. They were a joke. It was just like comic relief. They're like, what are exactly. they going to do? Hijack a plane and safely land it somewhere? Carlos the what? I don't know what... No. <laughs> okay, how about this? The dog in the car, right? They, they, Marty and Doc get slammed. Fucking pavement pizza, dead. And now it's just the rest of the movie is a trial of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs on trial. They're calling up the brother, you know, and all. Oh, because what happens is also is like the um, the remote control breaks. So it's like this dog was clearly driving this car, right? Yeah, <laughs> remote control car. No, that doesn't make any sense. Also awesome though, if this car came back and all of a sudden Einstein was talking. <laughs> well, oh, right. uh, well, apparently, hello there, Doc. We want what you want: civilization. I, I was reading about trivia. Like when people saw this movie the first time around, they didn't know this movie was a comedy, and they assumed, I guess, because of like '80s horror, that like something terrible is going to happen to this dog. Yeah. Which I kind of did too. They like, saw yeah. the fly. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> of course they, they open the door. It's going to be a mess. Yeah, dude. Animals and science experiments do not mix. 
Ever. <laughs> still, whatever this is, it's still not as weird as what happens in Bingo. I, I'm thinking, dude. <laughs> oh, Bingo, the movie about the dog. Yes. Who yeah, goes on one. trial for murder? Yes, something like that. Yeah. And, and then is almost turned into a hot dog at some point. That's right. I remember that movie being funny. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it is, do you? Einstein comes back. Jesus Christ is riding shotgun. Oh, like, yeah. don't ask. <laughs> he takes the wheel. <laughs> wow, what a weekend. Is that dog talking? Is that Jesus, by the way? Well, that's one thing, too. He's like, oh, where, where do you want to go, Marty? You want to go to, uh, you know, signing a declaration of independence? Like, you know, blah, blah. Yeah. The birth of Christ. It's December 25th. <laughs> Zero 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 zero. zero. Like, dude, real. Doc, shut up. Yeah, no. that's dumb. That's You're the not- birth of Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something, man. I don't know why I just imagined a fucking green and red egg hatching. It's <laughs> 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 Santa Claus. Because well, he's a he's a he's an alien human hybrid, he's, and he's holding a Coca Cola. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, BD Wong's get, bringing him out. <laughs> this, this Santa Claus will also be a super soldier. Oh, shit. Can you yeah. imagine Vincent D'Onofrio dropping this Santa Claus into the middle of Afghanistan? <laughs> That'd be amazing. He'll give dude. everyone gifts. He, uh, so Einstein, it's a success. And then he's like, well, where'd you, where'd you get the... Pl-? We get the, you telling me you built a time machine? <laughs> And, Out of a DeLorean, yes. which is a great line because fuck those cheap cars. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I got some plutonium from the uh, Libyans. I told them I built them a bomb. I gave them a bunch of pinball parts. <laughs> and he's like, they found me. So, like, my question is, like, did he go to Libya? Did he go to, like, California for oh, a couple shit. of days? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Do you think he met with Gaddafi? <laughs> he might have. Oh, no, I shit, guess not. Dude. These are just terrorists. Yeah. But there is, at the start of the movie, when the all the gadgets, like, when the yeah. dog food's happening, the TV, there's a thing about yes. the plutonium being missing from this laboratory, and it turned out to be a clerical error because the government's just covering it up that it got stolen. Right. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool, man. A uh, lot of great attention to detail. Absolutely. You got to look for it in this movie a little bit, including in that opening shot of all the clocks or whatever, you see the one clock that he's got, which I think is supposed to be like technically like a Harold Lloyd reference, Yeah, but he's hanging from the thing, just like Doc does at the end of the movie. Oh. So, uh, Dave, to win the Libyans' respect, I had to uh, kill a tourist. <laughs> hey, Dave, do you know how hard it is to cut off a human head? <laughs> It's not as quick or fun as they make it look in the movies. Uh, Long live the new flesh, Dave. What's your order, sir? <laughs> Tried to kill her, but it just lasted so long. She kept screaming, Dave. <laughs> hey, Dave, did you ever hear the sound of a saw going through a human neck bone? <laughs> it's quite horrific. The Libyans were laughing, Dave. Oh, the Libyans were laughing at me. Dave, can you remind me, is Burger King the place where I have to constantly remind them I want cheese on things, or is it automatic? <laughs> Either way, it's cheese. The sound of the bone. Just move to the left. Move <laughs> so right to the left. The Libyans find out that they, they, that they were sold a, a, a bill of goods here. How? Exactly. Did they try to detonate it in Los Angeles or wherever? Like I don't know how, but they found me. <laughs> Yeah. He's going to sell it to Castor Troy and he's going to really do a number. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, dude. How far away is Hill Valley from LA? That's a good point because also, how did they find me? He probably didn't let them know that he was from Hill Valley no, when defi- out of town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely right. do that. Unless he pulled up to the meeting at a different Burger King <laughs> in his fucking Dr. E. Brown Enterprises van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dumb. Probably. <laughs> hey, Dave, how about a couple of burgers for me and my friends? 
Or he pulled up in the DeLorean dude with the fucking customized license plate. Well, he constantly talked about Burger King, and they were just like, well, let's check every Burger King. And he's just there berating Dave. It's it's not as good as the one that's directly next to my house. Uh, No, my name is uh, Dr. Uh, Everett Yellow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll do for the purposes of this terrorist meetup. So Man. it's these two stuntmen in a van. Yeah, I looked it up. They're both stuntmen, one of whom has passed away. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, did, he, but, uh, did he see 9-11? Or? <laughs> that I don't know. I'll, not... I'll ask his gravestone later. That's fair enough. Uh, so they're driving this hilarious VW van, which I love. Mm. Uh, they start firing wildly. It's this whole thing. I love that Doc Brown is packing heat in this toolkit. <laughs> oh, definitely. He's just got this toolbox. He whips out this fucking pistol. He's mm-hmm. ready to go down, dude. Uh, but he is caught flat-footed. Uh, he throws his gun away and is blown away anyway. It's a pretty good fucking... It is oh, good. it's lit yeah. up. It's like, it's like James Caan. <laughs> <laughs> It would only be better if earlier in the film somehow we saw Doc Brown beat somebody half to death with a garbage can top. <laughs> well, that would he... be amazing. Like some guy like accidentally takes his Burger King order. <laughs> that was my black coffee. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to read the news with that black coffee? <laughs> uh, yeah, so he gets, he's, he's lit up. Marty, to escape the terrorist, goes back, goes back in time. To, because I think one of the things... Um, when Doc is showing him all the features of this DeLorean, he's like, or you can go to November 15th, 1955. That's when I discovered time travel because That's I fell in my bathtub. Right. November 5th, 1955. Tried to hang myself, <laughs> but I told everyone I was hanging a clock. By the way, Eric, just so we can keep this yes. theme running, sure. the, the guy playing the Libyan who has passed away, yes. he, he saw 9-11. Oh, really? He died in 2015. Eric's got a John Doe-esque library of notebooks <laughs> filled with just names of people and whether or not they died before seeing you know, 9-11. Exactly, because how else am I going to give, you know, I take a suspect off the list then. <laughs> they died before 9-11. I know they didn't do it. Um, so he does go back in time. He gets, uh, he's now on, on farmland uh, yep. because they, they set that up too. I mean, I mean this movie, yeah. this screenplay is great with the setting up and paying off. Every Absolutely. little bit that is said in the first like 20 minutes comes back in some shape, way, shape, or form. Old man Peabody had a dream of breeding Pine trees. Uh, old man Peabody, played by the old, crazy old grandpa from Silent Night, Deadly Night, that like threatens the kid. It's like <laughs> such a weird scene. He and looks it, exactly the same in that movie. Yes. I think it's like a year later or something like that. Does he call that kid a space bastard? <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> Take that mutated son of a bitch! It's like, oh, were you good all year? Well, if you weren't. You better run, boy. You better run. You better run through the pines. Oh, because he knows about the Santa Claus uh, military program. <laughs> That's right, yeah. dude. I feel like I'll do that when I'm an old man. I'll just start creeping kids out. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you you do now. I was going to yeah, say. No, but it's like it's not the same. Yeah, but you'll definitely not get arrested for that. <laughs> you need the gravitas of the white beard. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> You'll still get arrested. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, uh, it's kind of unbelievable. Like the DeLorean crashes into this barn, uh, and you look like Michael J. Fox falls out of the car and the gag is like, there's cows right there. Yeah. 
You're not listen. One of those things has to be hamburger. Like <laughs> yeah. a car slams into this barn. Come on, it has to light on fire. That's yeah. what I'm expecting. <laughs> like honestly, a flaming cow runs <laughs> by the screen. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! Yeah, just ruining old man yeah. Peabody. You, 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 you can double it up. They can use that one in Mars Attacks when they do it. <laughs> oh shit, we're ruined. <laughs> Uh, they think he's an alien yeah. because the little boy's reading a comic book. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's fucking pop. Peabody starts fucking shooting, dude. Don't even worry. Sure, my son said you're an alien. Now you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, he's got, you know, the, the DeLorean is like, you know, stainless steel or whatever. It's got that look to it. And then it, and then he's wearing the hazmat suit. So it could be scary. No, I'm sorry. He's a maniac. His kid comes up with a comic book. <laughs> Dad, I think I found what it is. Here's here's what's going comic his- books are real. <laughs> here's what's going through his head, though, guys. It's either an alien, like the kid said, or it's somebody coming to diddle the farmer's daughter, and he's not having or, that either. Or kill his pines, or the pines. Could be the Ruskies too. It's 1955. Oh, either fair. way, it's a death sentence, dude. <laughs> I, I You're on someone else's property. It's a death sentence. It's like an airplane without wings. <laughs> yeah. But then the door should open, and he's like, oh, there are the wings. (laughs) My mistake. Tiny little airplane, then. All right. Uh, They wind up going. uh, Marty stashes the car somewhere, hikes back to to Hill Valley. He stashes it outside of Lion Estates, which is yet to be built. That's true. It's very sad. Uh, and then this is where there's the fucking hilarious like the cars driving. I imagine this is like a Sunday morning mm-hmm. on the outskirts of Hill Valley. This couple is driving out to go to whatever like mega church they attend, and he's like, uh, "Can you help me? I just gotta get to." And the woman's like, "No, Harold, drive." <laughs> Isn't it like like don't stop or we'll die? She says something insane like. Does that. she say that? I think so. I mean, I think it was the couple who modeled for American Gothic. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks to Hill Valley. He walks to town. Uh, Mr. Sandman starts playing, of sure. course. And this is like you're seeing all the the different. Like this is Hill Valley, 1955. It's not a fucking wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> I got to tell you, Marty. First things first. Like you know, I, I get my bearings. Like you know, you make your plan with Doc afterwards. But during that week, I am going to comic book stores. I'm going to bookstores. Oh. I am loading up yep. for collectibles wow. to sell in 1985. So you're you're just doing the plot of the second movie, basically. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not any fucking dirty sports gambling, though. No, yeah, just yeah, picking up memorabilia. Pick That's up some true. records, some first I mean, pressings. Yep. To be fair, Biff's not really gambling. He's just collecting money. Yeah, but you're in the world of dirty sports gambling. That's true. Antiques dealers are very clean. It's true. <laughs> oh yeah, those actually those guys are right. They're yeah, the, worst. Scumbag, the, the worst. The end of that OJ documentary, those all those sports fucking memorabilia <laughs> oh, dude, dudes. Oh, those guys make my fucking skin crawl. <laughs> in a movie about one of the most brutal fucking murders in American history. Yeah. Yep, that's what not really even the worst fucking part. creeps me out is all those fucking disgusting Las Vegas creeps. Yeah, meeting up in a hotel room. Yep, the real villain. I think are those guys and oj is kind of like the anti-hero right <laughs> you're totally oh, right oh, oh you made cheesesteak and these guys put a gun on me because <laughs> to go back to something steve said before one of the reasons why when these guys are talking about all being in the same hotel room with oj what steve mentioned earlier applies here too just picture the smell Oh, oh my god! Oh my. yeah! Oh my god, dude! Fucking rancid cigars, cheap cologne, body odor out the ass. I got a bunch of Bo Jackson rookie cards. You want them? I can trade you for it. A shaken up <laughs> bottle of farts. <laughs> 
ready to be popped. Like you just walk in there and it's just flush. Hey, what are you trying to pull on me? This is a fucking second printing. This is disgusting. Oh, man. Ooh, the world of collectibles. Get me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So he wanders into Lou's diner. Sure. Uh, Great line here about you want something, kid. He says, give me a tab. Mm -hmm. Can't start you a tab unless you order something. Give me a Pepsi free. I can't give you a Pepsi, pal. You got to pay for it. Yeah. So on and so mm-hmm. forth. And uh, this is when he meets his dad, George McFly, uh, also played by uh, Crispin Glover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, playing a, a, a nude there. Is this pre or post uh, Friday the 13th? Probably post, right? This, I, I think, think is one year later. Yeah. I that think, sounds I think right. you're right. Because okay. uh, Friday the 13th, part four. Yes. I think they went on the year, didn't they? Um, yeah, 80, 81, 82. Yeah, you might want to ch- double check. Going to do I it. Think so. I'm going to I'm on it. But uh, yeah, it. so he meets his his father. This is when he also meets Biff. He gets to watch his father get humiliated 30 years Again. Apart. Yeah. <laughs> well, but. <laughs> hey, McFly, you Irish bug. <laughs> We're deporting Irish you. <laughs> Irish bug is such a good Incredible. line. That was a, a real, I'm laughing in my own living room. I thought I wrote a little I on your lease application. <laughs> oh, so there's a poster in this for a mayoral candidate. And I was, ta- mm-hmm. I was talking about right. this beforehand for uh, Red Thomas. Okay. Re-elect Mayor Red Thomas. Now, we don't hear much else from him as the movies go on, but yeah. there is that homeless old man Whoa. named Red. Oh, yeah. interesting. And I was flowers. wondering if the times just turned and Red was is, out on the gutter. Do they, they dress him as Red? Yeah. Marty mm. does at the end of the movie. And yeah. that is Buck Flower, right? Buck Flower from yeah. uh, Wishmaster, among other things. Among many other things. <laughs> you don't fucking scurry around fucking kill you. Where's my magic genie? I want to get him. Was, cancer. Was he in the Corman stable? He oh, seems like he uh, should be, but I don't It seems like he should be. I'm not positive. I got to tell you, though, if, if if he is the old mayor and he's sleeping on the street, he's got some choice words for the new mayor is all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's why he's out in the streets. Yeah, he doesn't appreciate Mayor Goldie Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the yeah. way, that uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter was 1984. Yeah, right. Year before. Okay, so um, yeah, he he meets, uh, he sees Biff, he sees his dad get humiliated by him. Uh, he's trying to like talk up his dad because like, holy shit, it's my dad. And good, I mean, we haven't said it. Good Michael J. Fox acting in this no. scene oh, of like yeah. being like totally shocked and like. I love that they do. He inherited his father's like I'm stressed out and I'm putting my hand the same way. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. Also, one of the saddest parts, again, aside from being bullied in public, which is fucking humiliating. You're fucking 17 years old. Come yeah. on. Uh, fuck, man. He is just at a diner counter eating a bowl of cereal. Uh, you know, no wait, way. But, you, no wait, way. Back then, back then, I think it was. Well, you think well, yeah, what so? Order? Yeah. They're, not, they're not serving you fucking a brioche bun, my friend. It's fucking cereal or eggs. And it's 1955, so eggs are your fucking friend, dude. Yeah, but we're supposed to believe he's a high school student, even though he looks like he's 35. <laughs> um, <laughs> age thing does not matter. I'm just saying, if well, you go was, to a diner nowadays, yeah. you order a bowl of cereal, they look at you like you got two heads. But if sure, you're a 17 but, year old, I don't think so. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a baby doing a baby and thing. Back in the <laughs> well, back in the 50s, it wasn't it like uh, like oh, that's a healthy way to start the day yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah, oats and whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Road to Wellville's happening. <laughs> <Up the laughs> Maybe street. a few years before, but yeah. yeah. 
I, it's just, it's a weird thing. But the weird thing is, so like, I mean, like, you know, so much of the latter part of this movie is like, we can't fuck with the timeline, Marty. And right. like, but he, it's weird because he's the one that puts it in Goldie's head to become mayor. Yep. And my question is like, obviously Goldie is destined to become mayor before he goes on the timeline. Does that actually make him not become mayor? Maybe like Goldie tries too early, gets a bad run like three oh, yeah. years before he would have. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing I could say is that in the second movie, Gold, the Wilson family, I believe, is doing the hover conversion. Gotcha. So they've left. The family has. There's no. There's no Wilson dynasty in Hill Valley. He, they may have had Goldie Wilson just had that one run in 1985. Gotcha. But when, by the time in 2016, when we're doing hover conversions, we're in the car. Well, it seems like one of his bigger proposals is to get rid of the clock tower, which nobody is for. Nobody's I mean, you know, like that's a yeah. popular position. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like Doc Brown is bullshitting through all of these time travel rules because he doesn't know what he's doing. It's his first time out. No, Cabin, you don't need to have experience in time travel to know that that's true. Are you sure? But like, but like, once we get there, we find out that the rules he actually like abides by don't work. Like when Jennifer and Jennifer see each other in the second one, they're just like, okay, that, that happened. That's true, Marty. But he says <laughs> that could happen. We're, that's course, worst I'm, case scenario. I'm not saying it's going to happen, Marty. I'm just saying it could. That's right. But everything could happen. <laughs> now, Marty, if you if you find yourself looking at your future self and you guys touch wieners, I don't even want to tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> what Jeez. could happen. You ever see the movie Time Cop? Well, actually, go to the future. Go to 2018 and rent Time Cop on VHS. <laughs> but, Doc, why can't I just go to the theater in 1994? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take too long. Get with it, Marty. No one saw Time Cop in the theater. <laughs> Um, that was a rental success. <laughs> so he uh, he follows his dad out. Um, he follows his dad, obviously, to the street. And what was his dad doing in the street? He was looking at his mom get changed. He's and we, Tom. And the gag is hilarious because in a few minutes earlier, when we were in 1985, uh, she says, uh, what was it, George? Bird watching? <laughs> yeah. And he just doesn't answer because he's wrapped up in... Uh, mm-hmm. What, uh, Lorraine? What? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, but yeah, he's fucking totally looking at Leah Thompson taking her shirt off, and, and he falls out of the tree. This is a moment where Marty McFly is again, ta- like, who's he talking to? He's just like, he's a peeping time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's he's, he talking to? He's indeed. letting me know, a child watching this, what a peeping Tom is. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's, this movie is what I learned what peeping Tom meant. Yeah, that's where I, I got I, my start. I, no, I'm oh fuck, I'm dude! Kidding. Watching Back to the Future was ground zero for you. <laughs> yeah, it and all the perversions to come. It yeah. wasn't until college that he got the camera with the knife at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> excellent I, film, people. Incredible, Tom. excellent movie. I have a very vivid memory of after seeing this movie for the first time. I said to my mother because, like, I was a little little kid. Sure. I said to her, I was like, what's a peeping Tom? And she was like, how did you learn what that is? And I was like, this movie we bought at McDonald's. <laughs> so this is your fault. Uh, uh, he, yeah. he, he sees his dad is about to get hit by uh, her, her father, and he pushes him out of the way, which, oops, he can't do that because it's going right. to fuck with the timeline, my friend. Great fucking line here from the dad. He's, he's like, get out of here. One of those damn kids jumped in front of the car. Again, it's again oh, that really man. gets you. How many kids is he killing? I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, what does the Baines basement look like? Well, That's yeah, what I want to know. So it's a lot. It's like, is he just running down children, <laughs> which is a definite possibility, probably sure. the most likely, or is like 
there are that many peeping toms going up that tree. <laughs> it's a good tree for peeping. It is a good tree well, for peeping. Well, one too many kids took a baseball bat to his mailbox, and uh, <laughs> now he's after revenge. He Maybe wants it's to a go. Gacy situation. That's what he's Ooh. doing. Like he's, a, he's a family man, oh, but he's yeah. killing kids on yes. the side. Yeah. The basement and the fucking backyard is just <laughs> full of bodies. Sam, come on in here and eat your dinner. This dude's down in the basement fucking cutting up bodies. <laughs> Sounds Lorraine, right. Lorraine, if you ever a kid like that, I'll kill him. <laughs> I'll eat his skin, Lorraine. I'll do it. Uh, I'll eat the flesh off his bones, Lorraine. Uh, <laughs> now eat would, supper. I would like to hear a Sufjan and Stevens song about Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> Probably 20 minutes long. <laughs> it's the power of love. He could do an album on California. You know, that son of a bitch said he was going to do all 50 states. He did like two. Yeah. I think that was a thing where he was like, let's see how many idiots fall for this. <laughs> I was one of them. I so love that I. album. So was I. I was like, 50 albums? <laughs> um, and that's, you know what that is? That's, that's a, a trip to Hawaii you can write off. <laughs> yeah, but the Ohio one. <laughs> uh, so instead, Marty gets hit with the car. Mm. He gets knocked out. Wakes up. We are in Leah Thompson's bedroom. Here it comes. It's it, it's where the movie gets real weird, man. It's real weird. <sighs> it is real weird. It's your classic. Oh, I had the craziest dream, mom. Yeah. And like it's his mom, but she's young and hot. And yep. he's like, oh shit, I got a boner from my mom. Uh-huh. Why do you keep calling me Calvin? Yeah, because it's on your underwear. Oh, yeah, God. she's looking, dude. Because <laughs> she takes his pants off and she she's read the like the the, the labels on the underwear. Like that whole no. hog was taken. Yeah, because here's table. the thing: pulling off pants with out pulling off the underwear dude that's like the fucking tablecloth of the flowers it's really hard so on that first tug you better believe it all came down but purple like i didn't was What no? Uh, what I was there like a purple underwear craze that I was not aware of? I, mean, I don't know if it was like, a craze. I think it's more like to show like in the eighties we weren't wearing tidy whities we're wearing like weird yes. kind of fun underwear. But I thought that fun. was all like leopard print and stuff like that. Oh, me undies went back to the future. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with Steve. I think it's just to be like, look, weird purple underwear, and mm. like she's like freaked out. She, her dad's coming so she put your jeans on it's fucking great great line right here he's like where are my pants and she goes over here on my hope chest yeah where you put all your fucking wishes dude i feel like i would disappear because i would just kill myself if i got an erection because my mom was like feeling me around are we confirmed that he's fully erect in this scene no he's got something going on though chubster down there a little (laughs) bit a little half half mast dude i'd fucking throw myself into the shonash ravine (laughs) (laughs) So part three trivia for you. Oh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> so he, uh, he he gets to meet the rest of her family. Uh, we get the Uncle Jailbird Joey joke of a mm. better use his bars kid, you, which I you, love. You catch who's at this dinner table, though? Uh, what's his face from uh, uh, from uh, Wonder Years? Yeah, dude, Wayne. Mm. Older <sighs> brother Wayne. He's That's wearing a, a fucking Davy Crockett heard cap. in a long time. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Wayne. Uh, what were they? C- Cooper? No, that was the girl. Oh, Winnie I forget. Uh, Kevin Arnold. Arnold. Wayne Arnold. Oh, Oof. Right. What would you do if I killed several kids? <laughs> would you stand? <laughs> I would. Do, I think I would die amongst them. Another great line right here is when he's giving Marty directions to Doc's house. Yeah. 
Uh, and he goes, uh, it's a block past Maple. And Marty goes, block past Maple? That's John F. Kennedy Drive. Great fucking, who the hell's John F. Kennedy? <laughs> yeah. Fucking awesome. They're, they're voting for Nixon in that house. No yeah. Oh. Say that <laughs> you fucking better <laughs> believe it, dude. He says that same thing election day. <laughs> Who the fuck's John F. Kennedy? <laughs> Dude, he wasn't swayed by the the fucking sweating in that TV debate. Are you kidding? He just meant that Nixon was working hard. Yeah, he <laughs> relates to that. That's sweating, what... a man sweating like that? <laughs> so, now we uh, can watch Jackie Gleason while we eat. Sorry. Yeah, and we're watching The Honeymooners. There's a rerun joke, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. And it's, it's, a, cool, it's a cool bit. You also know? a weird, uh, do you have a television? Well, you know we got two of them. Wow, <laughs> you must be rich. Yeah, it's funny. Like, the idea of having two televisions. I mean, it would be a huge expense. What's a rerun? <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, he gets freaked out right here. There's a fucking thigh grab. Yeah, yeah. that'll make me leave the table. Mm-hmm. Marty, do I know your mother? Yeah, I think maybe you do. She's trying to fuck me at the table. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm currently almost getting a hand job <laughs> by your my mother. Yeah. Well, that's I, I was a little surprised not to get the, the gruff father immediately when she says that. Oh, he is, is he? Yeah. He's yeah, staying yeah. in your room. Oh, I see. What, and he can sleep in my room. Yeah. Thigh grab. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to go to fucking... I'm going to go to that wily old pervert's house. I know where I stand with that dude. And it's a fucking great comedy here from Michael J. Fox getting freaked out and like leaving the table. So he goes to Doc's house. Fucking great moment again right here. You get to see the big brown estate. I feel like... I I can't name a title, but I feel like this house has been featured in other movies. Not the the garage, but the actual big... So now what happens here? So it burns down... Do they build the Burger King there? No, like, the Burger King's on the other side. And then so, they, like, if you're facing the garage, right. the Burger King is like to the right. But it's still it's the same plot of land. Correct. Oh, it actually it happened um, the night before Doc's wedding to Bianca, uh, his, his <laughs> then fiance, and he's like, Bianca, I got a, I got a, I got a deal from the Burger King people. We sell the house. Everything's great. She's like, Your father built this house. And he burns it down with Bianca inside. It's a big tragedy. Oh my God! Yeah, it's, it's it'll pay off. The insurance will pay double. <laughs> and Life now, insurance, house insurance, big burger for me. And now every year he goes to Bianca Brown's grave, <laughs> weeps a little bit, and then on the last time, Eric comes next to him and says, "Did she see nine <laughs> eleven? What's nine eleven? All right. Oh, perfect. <laughs> She's crossed off my suspect list. <laughs> What's 9-11? I'll tell him exactly where to go so he appears in the sky on that same day so that it becomes like a huge UFO thing. Oh, shit. Right? Wouldn't you tell him so he could prevent it? No. All right. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. Go to, this, go to this flight school in Florida in August. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he um, he meets up with um, with uh, Doc, and Doc doesn't believe him. There's this fun bit about like Doc has this fake invention where he's trying to read people's thoughts. This is a this is an invention that seriously goes nowhere. And also, by the way, if you just earlier that day, yeah, came up with the idea for the flux capacitor, why are you still working on this mind reading helmet? <laughs> you got to finish what you started with the mind reading. Oh, helmet. I guess that's true. From the Naval Youth Auxiliary. <laughs> Coast Guard. Oh, excuse me. Youth auxiliary. Would you? Uh, would you jump? Hey, kid. Would you jump ship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. So he's trying to read his mind or whatever. And it's a. It's another great. Do you know what this means? Yeah. This damn thing doesn't work. Uh, and he. <laughs> 
It's okay. Uh, if you're from the if you're from the future, who's president in 1985? Ronald Reagan, the actor. And then he goes through a cabinet, which I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Lewis, fucking Jane Wyman is the first lady. I'm kind of all about this. And uh, Jack Benny is Secretary of Treasury. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good joke. Yeah. It's a- yeah. Apparently, like they, like Reagan liked the joke. Mommy, a- I'm being I'm being played with in a movie. <laughs> I'm being lampooned, and it's not because of my diminishing brain capacity. Ooh, <laughs> I could get into that. Ooh, Big Bob sent us a print. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Oh, shit, Kevin. Do you think this was screened at the White House? Oh, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, he watched it in the White House. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he I guess he's not joke. going to the multiplex. Yeah. <laughs> One for Back to the Future, please. <laughs> One. <laughs> I know. Says the Secret Service will have to wait outside. Why is the popcorn that big? <laughs> doesn't have to be that big. I got lost in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll have one large, what do you call it? Oh, yeah, soda. <laughs> Boys, did you see in there in the bathroom? They have wind machines. What happened to a good old-fashioned paper towel? <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I still ask myself that question. <laughs> Would you have to stick your hand in that fucking mm, Dyson thing? Yeah. Gross. I enjoy it. You enjoy but it's fucking it. flicking flex everywhere. What flex am I getting? Because, listen, maybe you wash your hands thoroughly, but guaranteed there are people that do not. Oh, I see. So they're just, it's spraying shit gotcha. flex everywhere. I don't know, man. Wait. I'm a fucking huge Good. germaphobe, Steve. Good. Mm. Fuck them. <laughs> I'll throw my shit all over them. <laughs> uh, so Doc is like, you didn't do anything to fuck with the time. Uh, line right? Is it, right. Well, actually, and this is when we get the photo thing <laughs> where Mark McClure starts to disappear, which I don't think makes a whole lot of sense. Of course not. No, it would right. go the other way if it went any way at all, or they would all disappear at the same time. Other yeah. way? Yes. Wait, so Marty is, would go first. Is he the oldest? He'd be the youngest. So the youngest would go first. I, I just guess. feel like yeah. because like it, the likelihood would become less that he they would have more kids if they didn't have the first kid. Also, let's let's also keep in mind that someone's now taking a photo of just the yard. <laughs> yeah, There's, I've always been fascinated by this photo because they're like standing in front of a well. Yeah, yeah. what is this well? Where the fuck are they? Why do oh, you have shit, this Polaroid? Dude. Here's what happens: now all of them disappear if if you know they don't get together. George doesn't score that night, so all of them disappear, and then the the girl from the ring comes out of the well. Oh, I <laughs> oh, see. Shit, yeah. it's his sister. But she's now the girl from the ring. Yeah. She comes yeah. out of the well. Marty, there's a there's a dead looking Japanese girl coming out of the well. <laughs> she's walking all janky like. <laughs> yes, I invented that word. Well, he also um he hooks up this fucking JVC camcorder to this 1950s TV in like three seconds. I'm like, what? Dude, listen. What outputs are we using? Here, are you kidding me? I can't believe this because that is no less than three very frustrating trips to Radio Shack. <laughs> it, it might. I don't know. Maybe coaxial cable. I don't know. You know, the thing is, TVs didn't come very far in the 30 yeah, years. Yeah, there's probably no ports at all. There's probably like a goddamn antenna. Yeah, I think it might be possible. Okay. I'm just saying. With Doc I don't, Brown, at least, he's helping you out. Yeah, luckily, he's asking the assistance of a scientist. I don't think, like, a family just had all these wires hanging no, around to no, make no, this no. work. Uh, so now it's like, oh, I got to go back and to the school to make sure that my, my, my dad and my mom get together or else I won't exist. Like, exactly right. Also, by the way, we, uh, the whole thing. from existence. That's right. You do not want to be erased from existence. 
they devised the whole plan of, well, you need 1.21 gigawatts of yeah. electricity. The only thing that has that is both the lightning. Unfortunately, you never know where or when lightning's going to strike. Well, thankfully, oh. he kept that fucking flyer. How can I be so careless? <laughs> it's too much, Tom. 1.21 gigawatts, not even possible. There's also a great line here where he's like, oh, I'm sure plutonium's available in every corner store in 1985. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good line. Yeah. I, what I would do is I'd go to Lou's diner and be like, hey, Lou, I'll make you a bet. Two days, lightning's going to strike that tower. Oh, yes, dude. All right, Lou. If I win this bet, you close this diner and you open it as a fucking gymnasium. <laughs> Uh, that's I, how they switched over into into health and fitness. I think that's, that's better. Uh, then he's known as like a psychic, but everything after that he gets horribly wrong. <laughs> but he still volunteers to work with the police. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think there's dead girls buried here. Uh, all right, Bo, maybe over there. <laughs> Have you looked up the tree? <laughs> Let me consult my crime-fighting dog. <laughs> well, Arnie, where's the dead girl? <laughs> The ice is going to break. <laughs> oh, the ice is actually perfectly fine. Wow. Uh, it's June <laughs> in California. Can you pay me still? <laughs> I still get paid, right? Uh, what's the action on finding this girl? <laughs> uh, so want to wet my beak. <laughs> we go to the high school. What a taste. He's uh, he's very impressed that it's not a shithole. Yeah, which is great because yeah. Also, we didn't mention, but when he goes to school the first day, again, spray paint everywhere. The word smegma is uh, <laughs> spray painted on the fucking. <laughs> yes, wall. that's right. Oof, what a fucking gag to throw in your PG rated movie. Now, what is what is that? Oh, do we really uh, have to the, discuss no, fucking smegma on the I air? I don't know what it is. All right, well, how about this? When we go off the air. Or actually, maybe just to yourself right now, go on Wikipedia and look up smegma. I'm not explaining on the air what smegma is. Why, why not? Because it's fucking disgusting. So? <laughs> so the, we love movies, guys. They're fucking weird. So we have to get them. To, <laughs> I'm just Googling, guys. I know you are. Uh, and you can feel free to read it. I'm just saying I'm not going to. Oh, it's secretion in the folds of the skin, especially under a man's foreskin. Interesting. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. It's it's just old cum. Yes. Okay, man, this is something else. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm on. Smegma.net. No, I'm on Urban Dictionary, and one of the. You know how they do it? Like use it in a sentence. Oh, you sure? It says like, "Yuck! Check out all the smegma under my foreskin, dude." <laughs> Hey, dude! Posted on October 20th, 2001, so pretty soon after the uh, event. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's a famous... You know what, man? Here's the lesson I learned in the past couple weeks. You never know when life is no. going to take a wrong turn, so I got to get on the internet no, and add smegma to the Urban but, Dictionary. Appreciate your smegma when you can, man. You guys are ridiculous. It's a famous line from the Age of Innocence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know, I, I think we did a service today because not everyone knows. Now everyone what does know. Is. The more you know. Um. So yeah, we get there. We get to introduce to Biff and his gang, uh, including Which, Billy Zane. Oh, I know, dude. Billy Zane. Did you guys notice the head of hair on Billy Zane? Oh, here? dude. Yeah, it's not. This is from a time gone by. <laughs> Yikes! He's still got a ton of hair in uh, Titanic too, right? I don't know how much that's a piece, though. Oh, I see what you're Well, saying. I mean, because that's what? We're talking... 94, 95? So 97. 97. So, yeah. So, 12 years later? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I'll bet you Billy Zane's looking for a DeLorean these days. <laughs> <laughs> I need a sports, sports almanac. 
a, a, bo- a box office mojo report. <laughs> Wait, so Sniper's not going to be a hit, is what you're saying. Is he in Sniper? Yeah, I believe he is. Nice. At least the- in some of the Sniper sequels. Wait, I, I, the Phantom isn't the biggest movie <laughs> yeah. in America? Wow. But I ride a white horse in a purple costume. That might be a stay tuned. I've sure. never seen it. You can take the mite out of that. Oh, <laughs> it's a piece wow. of shit. It's a huge piece of Chris shit. Chris Cabin laying down the hammer. Um, so like he, he you know, and then like it's very clear that Lorraine has a huge crush on Marty. Yes. and she will not fall. And like George won't make a move because he's such a coward. More George McFly humiliation here, by the way. Oh yeah, because when they get to the school, also, boy, this is a product of 1955. You're just letting this fucking old guy wander around a high school yeah. without <laughs> signing in. Okay. <laughs> He goes, uh, now tell me, which one's your pop? And fucking Michael J. Fox is like, that's him. Cut to fucking George McFly getting kicked in the ass because there's a kick me sign on him. The humiliation. Yeah. I don't know I how can't this- even... I don't I know if this guy imagine. ever got laid. Like, I think that was the thing. Was like the, what, he had one chance to ever lose his virginity. This was it. This was it. And Marty fucked it up. His own son from another timeline <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so has a big crush on, on Marty. And, like, so basically it, it, that's what sort of the triangle we're going on. Uh, to enlist his father's help because his father's too much of a coward, he's like, uh, he finds that his dad writes science fiction short stories. Like, oh, cool! I didn't know you did anything creative. And then yeah. he kind of repeats the same thing about the fear of rejection and blah blah blah. And you kind of realize that, like, father like son. So he goes. Uh, he visits him in his bedroom at night, dressed oh, as yeah. the uh, in the biohazard outfit. And he right. puts uh, headphones on him, and it's the Van Halen scene. And he calls yes. himself Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. By the way, yeah, which is awesome. So basically, what he did, by the way, because. Um, uh, he's he's putting this in his father's head. He's robbing the world of st- both Star Wars and Star Trek. Yep, they are now gone. You think yeah. so? Because then, because 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 George McFly then uses those ideas in his own story. So. I think so. Like George Lucas, like, oh man, oh, shit. but but we're told at the end of the movie though that. Biff says, like, oh, I think it's your new book. And Lorraine says, oh, your first novel. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> this is 1985. You're right. So you probably just forgot that shit. Oh, okay. Right? Star Wars exists. I think I think we might still be safe. <laughs> okay. We might be safe. But, you know, this is a huge risky move because, like, you're doing this to your father in the past. You don't know what's going to happen. He could become, like, a crazy, like, ancient aliens UFO conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theorist oh, or something. Your dad is, like, the first founder of, like, InfoWars. But it's on, <laughs> Like early internet message boards. Oh, that's for sure, and that's why at the end, I'm pretty sure he's a Scientologist. <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're totally right. It just is California, any- dude. It's California, dude. You can achieve anything if you just put your mind to it. That's mm-hmm. the secret, brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's Catch him in bed with a McFly. Uh, now I'm gonna make a video about motion smoothing and how to turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Chris McQuarrie are doing the world a service. Definitely. And this Christmas, tell your Aunt Patrice that she's a fucking stupid idiot and she <laughs> needs to turn that shit off. And You know, I think Tom Cruise is great. I don't care if he's crazy. No, yeah, sure. He's he's a he's, oh, he believes in a wackadoodle religion. Yeah, just like the neighbor down the street. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> They're exactly all wackadoodle right. religions, pal. <laughs> 
uh, he winds up whatever. Uh, so he now enlists his dad because he he threatens his dad as Darth Vader from Planet Vulcan. It's fucking awesome because when they're talking at, like at the gas station the next day, he's like, "Last night, Darth Vader came down from the Planet Vulcan and told me that if I didn't ask her out, he was gonna melt my brain." <laughs> And it's like it's the comedy in this movie is so fucking great. It is when, when Michael J. Fox is like, "All right, let's keep all the brain melting stuff to ourselves." <laughs> he's hip, but he's also like, I, I like Fox in this movie because he's he's hip, but he's not too cool to be funny. You know what I mean? Like, totally, it's right where it needs to be. And right, it's like it's joke after joke right here because he can't get he doesn't understand that the the Coke bottle isn't just going to open. Yeah. It's not a twist off. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. George does it at the gas station right there. Not a we, great move. Then we go to Lewis because he's instantly going to try to pick up uh, Lorraine so that his his brain doesn't get melted. <laughs> sure. If someone tells me my brain's going to get melted if I don't do something, you better believe I'm doing it the next morning. Milk. Chocolate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Slides down the bar. Classic. And it only spills after Crispin Glover slams it down on the table. Yeah. Doesn't even make that huge of a mess. Pretty great. I wonder what take number that was. How much chocolate <laughs> milk was flying all over this a set? A ton, I bet. Lou, where's the corkscrew? <laughs> Lou, the corkscrew. Look, little Bob, we have 50 dry cows out here. The next one's got to be good. Marty, what'd you do? Your father's been killed by Jason Voorhees. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, Doc Brown in the Time Machine versus Jason Voorhees. Yes, like, he please. goes back to, like, the 30s or whatever, or whatever Jason fucking sank the 50s. When'd that kid die? I think um, it, was the, it must have been the 50s. Right? I think it was like, really? Or is it the 60s? Wait, okay let's, okay, let's do the mental math here. So he was a hulking brute by... 80, 80s, whatever. 1982. Like yeah. I think it would be, like... Early 70s, maybe? Okay. I don't know. I see. All right. In any event, you can go back in time and fix that shit. That's right. You can, get, you can get also get those fucking counselors to pay attention. Pay attention to those counselors in New Jersey. Then you're fucking winging it. You got the hover conversions. You can fly. You're winging it over to fucking Illinois. You're going to Haddonfield <laughs> in the 1960s. You're stopping that shit from going down. Sure. Then you go to Ohio. Zip up to Springwood. Yep. You're like, look, that guy's a pedophile. All right, he should stand trial for his crimes. Listen, <laughs> that, that, vigilante justice never got anybody nothing. I love this idea, by the way. You are not stopping that from happening. <laughs> no, You're just stopping the brutal murder. <laughs> well, yeah, that's where the fucking that dark magic is. That's true. That would stop that. But you know what? I To go back to Haddonfield, I would love a scene would be like, Doc Emmett Brown, meet Dr. Loomis. Like, that exchange. Emmett! Get your car away from there. <laughs> Pull in over here. They've got a Burger King. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> It'll only take a second. It's drive through. <laughs> oh, no. There's a line. Lifeless car like a doll's car. <laughs> uh, you know, this is, but uh, Biff comes in. And it turns into a thing where he humiliates George McFly again. In Lo- front of, like, 40 people at this <laughs> diner, dude. And Lorraine, like, is like, oh, she kind of expresses, like, I like men that can stand up for themselves, like, very specifically. But I'm your density. Oh, man, the density He's, line. He's, like, fucking it up. Oh. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how about, like, hey, Lorraine, how about, let's, let's go to the picture show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But also, it kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm just the... Uh, Hopeless romantic for sure. George McFly and Lorraine Baines here. But when he finally gets out Destiny, she's kind of like, 
Oh, that's what you meant? Oh, well, yeah, now she's that kinda, you say that. She's, she's kind of always it. into him. Yeah, but then it's fucking Biff Tannen, again, cinema's greatest bully. And she also, much like, oh, this this makes perfect sense, actually. Why, sh- why she's so attracted to Marty and Marty's so attracted to her, it's like that phenomenon that's explored in a very small British documentary wherein Called people incense. who... No, people <laughs> who don't know that they're related when they meet each... Like, who grow up no. to be sexually mature, when they meet each other, there is a weird attraction sometimes. Oh, yeah, that, that documentary is called three identical strangers <laughs> <laughs> wait a second so do like is this little thing you watched about like people getting down by accident kind of by accident but also like not by accident like half brothers and half whatever they're like they're just or, having sex they just get in they're like oh wow that's cool you're like you know uh it's the commonality that turns them on oh that's Does this weird. take place in shelbyville <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's almost like i'm having sex with my parents <laughs> oh that's like so I, cool i travel back in time and had sex with my mom it is just amazing to me that mm-hmm. any of this fucking cut the mustard like <laughs> yeah that everybody was like it's fine you know what it's all fine. Because she plays it way... T- and and she, again, Leah Thompson's it, very good. She plays it way too horny. Like, she's mm, really, really yeah. into but this it's kid. Like a, but it's like a comedy of errors, you know? Yeah, you sure, can see, like, true. Cary Grant doing the Marty McFly role here a little bit. <laughs> and I like her being... <laughs> a young... No, mother, I wasn't driving a DeLorean. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know my mother's looking at me in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Mortimer Brewster going back in time. <laughs> I mean... I- I like her being sexually aggressive because I like the idea that... Oh, like, she's running the show. Well, yeah. But I, I also like the idea of like the whole point of this is just tell your kids what you did when yeah. you're a parent. Sure. Yeah. Just tell them who you were, what you did. Be in, honest with in them. In case Other- they have to go back in time. <laughs> in case that might happen. But yeah, like so you're not totally shell-shocked by all this activity. Yeah. I also like, while this movie's happening, is like Mark McClure at Burger King like... I'm not feeling so good. And like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, his hand like is disappearing. fries out of the fryer and his hand's like missing. Like, what? He collapses face first into the deep fryer. <laughs> he picks up all the fries and like a few of them drop through his hand. Oh, what? fuck. I shouldn't have got so fucked up at Rusty's last night, man. <laughs> Rusty, that shit was messed up, man. Cut to Linda. She's like at the mall. She's at like a Forever 21 or something, <laughs> trying on earrings. And she's like, oh, this fits good. And then it falls right through her earlobe. Well, at the time, it would probably be the first Claire's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first inaugural Claire's. Claire's. Back then, the store was called New Navy. <laughs> That's so terrible. Good night. I like it. Uh, yeah, we kind of move on. Um, so the, the plan comes on, like, you know, um, Doc Brown is only working on how to get Marty back to the future with uh, the the lightning bolt, and they they have this really fun diorama thing. I love this. Marty comes in after making Biff run into a bunch of fucking horse shit, which is great. Which I love. This is the manure. only of these three movies that doesn't have the stupidest line in the universe, which is "I hate manure." Like, of course, it's horse shit in your <laughs> mouth, dude. Guess what? Nobody likes that manure. I hate manure. I like human feces. <laughs> Uh, this is it's a great line here too where Doc Brown's like excuse the crudity of this model I didn't have time to build it this scale or to paint it (laughs) fucking awesome that's that's fine 
<laughs> Thank you, Emmett. It, it catches fire through this experiment, and there's a literal ba- bucket of oily rags. What are we <laughs> talking about, Doc Brown? Well, because this, is- this dude just doesn't care if he dies. Yeah. Yeah. I think th- this is when I was like, is that what burnt down the house? It was like, his, <laughs> uh, like maybe not, you know, obviously not this instance because he grabs the fire extinguisher. But- My oily rag addiction. Exactly. Well, I, was, I was huffing ether. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Bianca. <laughs> he's just huffing shit. He's just like, ah, oh, got my high. And he just throws the rag. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just like eventually, like the whole place is just a fire trap. It's a really great uh, Christopher Lloyd reaction here. He's just like, oh! <laughs> and so, Lloyd is great in this movie. Oh, yeah. So so fucking awesome. He is such a talented actor. Um, so this is, is Lorraine drops by, yeah. just fucking still horned up from that fucking manure fight. <laughs> oh my God, you bathed Biff in shit. Hey Marty. Yeah. Is that something you're into, bathing people in shit? <laughs> by the way, in the manure fight, he invents the skateboard everywhere. Oh, right. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah. Inventions. Take that, California surfers. Yeah. Alice skateboard is really going to hate that. <laughs> Uh, so like you know, and she she kind of like I think she invites him to the dance, and he that's when he yep. he creates his cre- the creepiest plan anyone ever invented. Oh, God. But dude, he is at his wits end. Yeah, I, guess I don't know that, what else you do. Yeah, I you, guess if my brother was fucking being erased from existence, I'd have to fucking think fast too. Like, oh my God, I'm about to lose my siblings, and I'm going to disappear. I guess the least I can do is make out with mom. So the plan is he'll uh, he'll be the bad guy in this uh, like little bit of stage play they're gonna put on. Uh, in I'd- this scene, Marty McFly is going to get a little handsy. <laughs> He's gonna get rough with Lorraine. Uh, George is gonna come in just at the right time and say, "Hey, you get your damn hands off her." Do you think I really ought to swear? Yes, <laughs> God damn it, George, swear. <laughs> Uh, and that's going to be the plan, and like he's going to punch Marty in the stomach, and then he's going to go down, and they'll be happy like, ever after. Night of the dance, yes. you know, things are happening here. Things are happening here. This is a great uh, bit of trivia about the production of this movie. Is So <laughs> Marty's like, oh, do you mind if we park for a little while? Mm-hmm. Which I can't even fucking imagine saying that <laughs> to your mother. mother. It's fucking horrifying. So she's into it. Yeah. Uh, so they're parking... She pulls out like a little belt of scotch or whatever it is, uh, and she takes a swig of it. She's like, oh, swiped it from the old lady's liquor cabinet. Marty goes to take a swig, and apparently the production put real booze in the bottle. Oh, wow. And when he spits that out, it's because he didn't anticipate like the burn of booze (laughs) and reacted in kind. And it has the great like, oh, Jesus, you smoke, too? <laughs> As he's throwing up in this he car. spits the bourbon or face flat fire. <laughs> oh, that prank didn't go well. Oh. That's what happened on the set. A little too of- rough with her. That's what happened on the set of The Crow, too. It's all a big prank. <laughs> now, Brandon will never expect a real bullet. Oh, oh, man. Those crazy guys in the prop department, dude. That's why they all have <laughs> mad dog in quotes around their name. <laughs> I these we lo- love movie guys. Just, <laughs> Actually, I think someone in this movie, it's a prop master. He's got fucking danger. Of, co- fucking of course name. he does. Those guys live by the edge. <laughs> uh, but also, I'm pretty sure Lorraine is smoking at the beginning of this movie. She is, but I guess she, the idea like he's shocked that she does it now as a young see. innocent. I, I think is the idea. It's fucking 1955. You came out of the womb smoking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mom, true. are you telling me that they addict you when you're young? <laughs> That's right. That's right, son. Uh, so she like 
she tries to make out with him and she does get some action. Yeah, it's just it's just I appreciated the way this is choreographed with which is just like it's a kiss on the lips. There's no open mouth. <sighs> We're not making out. <sighs> she hits she hits those lips and <sighs> you see like her eyes open like this is fucking weird. Yeah. And it's just this weird cosmic like when I kiss you, it's like kissing my brother. Uh, what's what's missing is Michael J. Fox vomiting like the fat man in the wafer and Monty <laughs> Python. Like just, like you just kissed your Oh my god. Like everywhere. Everybody's uh, getting it. The entire fucking school's covered in it. That was <laughs> getting meaning, it. Meaning of life, right? Yeah. Monty that Python, meaning of life. But the door opens and he thinks, "Oh, thank God, it's it's uh, George." Oh no, it's Biff. Oh yeah, and he's like, "You you cost three hundred dollars of damage to my car, which is uh, the math is like a million dollars of damage." <laughs> and who's gonna pay for it? Mexico. <laughs> Mexico is gonna pay for my car. <laughs> and then, of course, you know he's a rapist here. You yes, know, he, a full. I mean, like this is the, the most the biggest family comedy that centers around sexual assault that I've ever seen. Well, I don't know if it centers around sexual assault. I've been, it centers around time. I believe it centers around time travel. <laughs> well, both. It's terrible. Uh, they, they they lift up Michael J. Fox like a doll. Like you oh would. yeah, He's Billy Zane gets off a good stomach punch right here. They throw him in the trunk of this. Why do they throw him in the trunk of a car? Because it's there. Because yeah. it's there. Okay, and this is when we get some racism. Uh, a, a black gentleman's like, "Hey, man, what the fuck? You throw like white dudes in my car? Like, yeah, like, I don't need that shit." Uh, it's fucking awesome. The dude's like, uh, we don't want trouble from no reefer addicts. <laughs> yes. Well, it's great. one of those things like it's just the one guy and that they feel all tough. They yeah. call him a slur and then all these dudes come out. And it's awesome because these fucking musicians, man, they, Marvin Berry and the Starlighters or whatever it is, they are fucking hotboxing this car. <laughs> of course you are. It's so awesome. You're oh. 26 and you're playing a fucking white high school dance. Of yep. course I'm hotboxing it. And what's awesome is like that is a thing where I'm watching this and like, you know, whenever I was watching this 1989 or whatever, sure. you don't I'm like, oh, they're smoking cigarettes in a car. Okay. No, no, no sir, no. they are hot the fuck boxing this car, baby. Bunch of reefer addicts. Yeah. It's so awesome. By the way, also a hilarious reaction here. So George McFly is at the dance, like waiting for 9 p.m. to happen, and yeah. he's doing like some bad solo dancing. And then he looks up at the clock, and Crispin Glover does a great like mouth agape reaction to it almost being 9 p.m. Yeah. I've always loved the the facial expression he makes right here. So he opens the door to stop what he thinks is Marty, uh, who's in on it, but uh uh-oh, it's Biff. Hey, you, get your damn hands off. (sighs) (laughs) Uh, And then then Biff gets a hold of him here. Yeah. And he's like, he like turns his arm, uh, uh, like he holds his arm behind his back. Big time. And he's like holding him down. And it's like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And Lorraine is, like, scared. And George is about to, you know, be be conked out here. But then George realizes he has another hand. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a great cinematic moment where you see him look at his other hand. And he's like, holy shit, I have another hand. Oh, wait a second. And then he's like, wait, wait. It's it can it can we can make a fi- we can make a fist out of this hand. <laughs> so he sees his other hand and he's like, "Shit, I'd have to jerk off with this if I let this continue." <laughs> and then he spins around and he knocks Biff out. It's fantastic, dude. He fucking hears it from the crowd, man. He socks this guy. It's awesome. Biff spins around like three times, falls mm-hmm. down, presumably dead. Yeah, he, he just, he just knocks <laughs> Biff, Biff Dannon presumed dead. <laughs> George McFly goes to prison. <laughs> Dude, it's like Con Air. Yeah. (laughs) We have determined that you are a lethal weapon, George McFly. 
Can I still write my science fiction stories in prison? Sure, George Kleiman. Now you have a really bad southern accent from here on out for the rest of your days. You got it. Uh, it's fucking great, dude. And then, like, Marty sees Biff, like, slide down yeah. and falls down dead or whatever. And so he's got to get the, the musicians back. By the way, the, uh, the dude, Marvin Berry, has cut his hand open, of course. Sure. Uh, Damn it, man. Slice my hand. Right. To, great line. To, to, to pop the trunk yeah. because the keys are in here. That's another fucking great bit of comedy. Like, where are your keys? Lorenzo, where are your keys? The keys are in here. Say that again. I said the keys are in here. Which also... Which, well, why? But yeah, dude, listen. I get it, man. You are super excited to be smoking weed in this car. Put the keys in your pocket. Come on, you Lorenzo. Were, you were sitting in the driver's seat, <laughs> and then you threw your keys in the trunk. I don't know. Well, I got to put the keys where I know I won't lose them in the trunk of the it, car. This guy's smoking trunk. crazy shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, oh, you know, yeah. Oh, he doesn't know what's going on. Just real out there fucking Gorilla Glue shit, man. <laughs> 1950s Gorilla Glue? Get the fucking grape ape going. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, like he he saves. Uh, after, you would think like Marty can look at the picture and everybody's back. No, 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 no. He's got to fucking be the person to slide it in. Like that's that's how far this has to go. He's like, help uh, her, George, help her. <laughs> Say, oh God, damn! What 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 else do I have to do, God? <laughs> oh man, that's a deleted scene I wish existed of Marty McFly screaming at the heavens. <laughs> what like, do you want from me? <laughs> Explaining to him how to not use a condom. <laughs> All right, George, what you got to do? You just take a little pin and you prick it through the <laughs> middle of it. <laughs> so uh, Marty joins the band. The The red-headed guy from the Children of the Corn shows up here. Is that this guy? Malachi or whatever. Get that out is. of yeah. town. Uh, he cuts in and he's like, hey, McFly, you're a loser. And like now all of a sudden, McFly. Everyone in the fucking world wants to take violent fucking uh, charge of Luann or whatever, of, of, of Marty McFly's wife. Lorraine, yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. they still see George McFly as this pushover. I guess so, well, but no, not today. He comes in, he shoves this guy down. He's like, I'll, I'll fucking knock everybody out. That's it. He's King, hot. King Kong ain't got shit on me. He's high on power, dude. I need the cutscene of them like warring over control of the AV club or something <laughs> before this. Yeah, That's this a great a, point. This, this guy, this is like... Nowhere. This is a they're battle nerds yeah, together. They this are is, battle this nerds. Is Screw like, off, McFly. You got two alpha nerds squaring <laughs> off here. It's pretty great. I never noticed that, but you're totally right. This guy's no cooler than George McFly. Not at all. This guy's another nerd. Look at uh, that face. Uglier of him for sure. It's Absolutely. fucking crazy. The maniacal laughing that is happening, yeah. like as Marty's disappearing, and this guy's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dancing with a girl. And I guess like the idea is like what she's going to fall in love with that guy? Like what's that future look like? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Well, that's what I don't like she's very clearly like George, George, could you could you help me here? Yeah, I guess so. With the look of this dude, though, I don't know, man, probably some fucking sets of Irish twins in this family's <laughs> oh, future. Uh so they kiss. Uh Marty is given strength. He can play guitar again. We cut into uh, this is a blues riff and B. Watch me for the changes and uh, try to keep up. Oh no! And then we get the worst lip syncing in the world. Oh yeah! And do you guys do you know who did the fucking voice of this? Who sang the song that they did the lip sync of? No. I heard this today. I'm shocked. Jack Mac and the Heart Attack. No. Yes. Yes. From Tough Turf. Uh, what was his name? Wow. Mark Campbell or some shit. Oh, He's the you. guy that was Jack Mac. Right. Oh, really? So that's Jack Mac singing. That's wild. That song. Nowhere In your favorite near. movie. <laughs> Nowhere near enough fucking horns for this to be a Jack Mac <laughs> song. By the way, yeah, well, he's, he's he's playing for the for the audience. He's I in. See. Yeah, he can't. Also, him. Michael J. Fox minus like 
600 pizzas from Jack Mac. <laughs> but you can tell, even like, the way he's like, hey, John, I'll be good. Like, that's a fat guy singing. It doesn't match at all. It's, t- it's, it's honestly, I love this movie top to bottom. This is one glaring part of this movie that I'm like, what are we doing here? I think this part's too square, man. Like, this I don't movie, like This it. movie gets a little too square sometimes. This is as square as it gets. What do you mean square? Like nerdy and boring? Yeah, just like, kind of like, it's just a little cheese, cheesy. Cheese ball. Like, I love this scene. I, uh, oh, I love did it. Johnny be good? Of course, nah, it's so rad. Nah. I just don't appreciate how all of the uh, all of a sudden the guitar has distortion on it. Yeah, yeah. where's that fucking effects pedal? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and also, like he's he he robs rock and roll from African Americans. I guess. Well, like, Elvis fucking did it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but but he even prevents it from even happening. All right, hey, uh... they stole it from a white guy apparently. That's you know that new the sound you're looking for? Well, <laughs> listen to this. So Chuck Berry is now influenced by the like. Right. I think Marty McFly also was a fan of fucking cameras and bathrooms. <laughs> oh shit! Well, oh wait, wait. He had a big thing about that. Huh? Chuck Berry had some toilet cams. I forgot about that. Yeah, what's, yeah. what's it going to be in the 1980s remake though? This is your sister, Mary Ronstadt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it would be more like, oh, God, I don't even know. It'd be something for the. Uh, <laughs> it's your brother, Todd Cobain. <laughs> yeah, that's, then that's it. I was gonna do another one, but that Todd Cobain kind of does it all. <laughs> uh, all you need. I love though. My mother used this bad lip syncing as a moment for a, a, a PSA. Oh, really? Because like she knew what was going on right here, right? Like it's bad lip syncing. I don't think she knew it was the lead singer Jack Mack in the heart. <laughs> no, no, not. But she clearly knew this was not the. This was not Michael J. Fox, but she decided to do a parental, like, I'm going to lie to kids. Yeah. And I will never forget this. We were watching this movie one time, and my mom goes, you see how horrible he sounds when he sings? That's what happens to your voice when you smoke cigarettes. Oh, wow. What are you talking about? Those beautiful tones I'm hearing? I want to smoke a pack right now. Tom Waits still packs them in. Like, yeah, what are we talking on. about? I love the, while this is all happening up on stage, I love what's going on on the dance floor, which is everybody is celebrating the fall of the Tannen Empire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because it's like, oh, hey, George, I heard you laid out Biff with one punch. We're free. <laughs> you killed the head vampire. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, they want him to run for class president now. Biff has been right. defeated. Well, whatever they do to him to get him to the state that he's in yeah. at the end, it is, it's brutal. Oh, it's a car it, battery it, to your ball it, sack. It's brutal. It's, it's brutal stuff. It did not end at that punch. I think George <laughs> McFly became the bully. Of course oh, he did. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. And just tons of like sexual humiliation. And we're not there yet, but he's still doing it. <laughs> As a fucking 57-year-old, he's still doing it. That's you know true. what, though? Biff Tannen had it coming. Uh, These two yeah. will be humiliated to the grave. He did, but I don't know. I would stop associating with somebody that uh, tried to rape my wife. I, I would cut him out of my life. You know, no, I would not have waxed my car. You're not going to give him like odd jobs around the house. <laughs> no, I don't, I, he's he's going to bring in your mail for you. They like, yeah, do. The, the win is cool, sure, but then I got to look at that dude for the rest of my fucking yeah, life. No, thank you. They do awkwardly both have a like a laugh about it. Yeah, at the end, like oh, if it wasn't for Biff, I know, honey, we wouldn't have gotten together. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Biff's here again. I'm going to go and drink. <laughs> so um, he hightails it back to where Doc is. Doc, by the way, I don't know if it, this is the first time I ever saw this. 
Doc bribes a policeman in this movie? Yes. Oh, the deleted scene. I forget. Is it, a, is it actually a deleted There's scene? There's a deleted scene where you see him like open the wallet oh, up close and he takes money. Oh, okay. close. Yeah, He's but going see, for the wallet in, in the background. In the background, the yeah. yeah. The weather experiment. It's right. like, oh, you got a permit? Oh, I think I have it right here, officer. My friend uh, Ben Franklin gave it to me. <laughs> he also did weather experiments. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm in jail. Marty, I fucked up. <laughs> You know what? Any other lightning bolts? I'm doing five to ten for bribing a policeman. <laughs> oh God, your duck goes down. Do your best to. All right, the next five years, try to remember a lightning bolt. <laughs> Any other time, somebody may have been telling you about lightning bolts. Maybe walk around in a field with the uh, car. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, can I get a cake with a nail file in it? <laughs> Uh, so this whole sequence, we talked about this last week with T2, and I'm saying it here, man. This is some pulse-pounding action. It is, yeah. This sequence fucking gets me every time. I have known for fucking 30 years that this man gets back to the future. I was watching it this afternoon on the train, and I was like, oh, man, here we... And a lot of it has to do with the fucking score. This is an awesome score in this movie. And, you know, it's a great device, too, because now we have a literal ticking clock. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. The the, uh, clock tower. I, I was the same way. I was like, oh shit, is he not going to? Because I, I, I always remember like him, uh, Doc Brown, putting the two things together. And then yeah. I was like, oh shit, that tree just knocked out the wire. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, guys. I guess he's not going to get back to the future this time. The whole thing is so great. He's trying to relay to Doc the entire time. Like, I have to tell you about the future. Was, he, he rips up the letter. Like, he, he writes up a letter like, hey, dude, you, you fucking piss off those Libyans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Listen, also, wouldn't that, wouldn't that like totally fuck up the timeline anyway? Like, Maybe he wouldn't go to the Libyans at all, and now we're in real trouble. I thought about this today, and I think something you could say about that is like Doc wants to keep the timeline as accurate as possible until he doesn't have to. So that's why he wears a bulletproof vest as opposed to like actually not be there. Yeah, or like do it on a different day or whatever. Hey, Marty, do you remember if I get shot in the face at all or what? (laughs) Is it just chest stuff? Should I buy a helmet? Because if I get shot in the face, I am going to have to not show up that day. Because that's the thing, by the way. If you're these fucking Libyans with this machine gun, man, you definitely have to just turn that head into hamburger. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> this fucking white asshole fucking made you look like an ass. A fool? No yeah. way. Totally. Gaddafi's fucking on your ass about this shit. <laughs> it's like, where's that nuclear bomb you promised me? Like, well... We gotta go back and kill this guy in a mall parking lot. The boss is really coming down on us. You gotta bring that head back to Libya. That's actually true. Man, getting that on a plane, huh? <laughs> uh, so the experiment goes through, of course. Marty goes back to the future. He does some hip zip lining to get down. Oh, <laughs> he definitely fantastic. does. It's awesome. Uh, which also it shows the great lengths that this man is go- going to to save his friend. He fucking jumps off a building for him. That's true. Uh, Marty crashes back in 1985. He into- does. He does go back ten minutes earlier to try Correct. to save. Uh, That's Doc right. Brown. What am I talking about? I got a time machine. Why wouldn't you go back like an hour earlier? Like ah, ten minutes is plenty. Like does it cost more? Like what are you talking about? <laughs> I'd be too paranoid. I'm going to run into uh, other Marty. I would um, be too paranoid that I'd hit the wrong fucking buttons on that thing. I'd be <laughs> yeah, like, oh totally. shit, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I guess I'm going to whatever, the year zero. It's not that. I think it's more of the, I mean, we've all been through this where it's a day you're doing a show uh-huh. and you have to wait till the night. You got hours on hours. Yeah, that's and true. You're just, it's eating away at you. Yeah, totally you know, right. He, he doesn't want to risk true. it. Doesn't want to risk it. So just also, 10 minutes, it'll be fine. You don't want to run into your former self because then you could, I don't know, merge together and become one giant smegma. <laughs> yes. Ball of smegma, dude. 
Uh, so he goes back. He's there a little too late because he has to run. The yeah. car breaks down. Uh, here's the thing. The Libyans kind of just like crash into this photo booth. And explode, I guess. But there's no explosion. So I'd be like, Doc, we got to get the fuck out of here, man. Those guys are going to wake up. And if I recall, they had a rocket launcher last week. <laughs> also, yeah. And uh, FYI, they're going to continue to try to kill you now that they know you're alive. Yeah. Exactly. Marty, we got to finish it. <laughs> right? They should go over there and like. Oh, yeah, dude. Stomp them, them to death or something. Like one of these dudes, he's try- He's like reaching out his arm, like trying to figure out like getting help or something. Oh, yeah. Doc comes out with that fucking pistol. He's like, this time it won't jam. <laughs> <laughs> fucking blast this dude in the teeth. Or he does a fucking Tony Soprano in the last season of The Sopranos. Like, shh, shh. Oh yeah! And he just covered his mouth until he fucking goes away. <laughs> or oh, get into man. the get into his van and like start running these corpses over. Or they wouldn't be corpses yet. He'd make them corpses. <laughs> He'd be a corpse creator then. Drop him off at the Burger King, dude. Oh, a corpse creator, a scientist, and a corpse creator. Did anybody else notice? I, I, maybe I was hallucinating. The yes. switch from uh, it's Twin Pines Mall at the beginning. Yes, uh-huh. and then it's Lone Pines Mall at the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's he, a, so it's a separate fucking world it's, then? It's a new he, reality. He, yeah. When Marty leaves the farm, he runs over one of the two pines. And he's like, oh, my pine! But isn't it so... Oh, oh, well, I thought everything had changed then. So what is, oh, well, maybe. It's raining donuts again, Marty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but but it's such a weird thing that it's like, okay, old man Peabody, this crazy old guy that was in Silent Night, Deadly Night, <laughs> had this thing about... Breeding pine trees, right? Presumably, he then later sells his land, and a developer puts a mall there, and then for some fucking reason, names it Twin Pines after what? his pine tree. Was Maybe that was contract? in the agreement. Yeah. The agree- okay, <laughs> he's really crazy. <laughs> I mean, I guess he only has one left of his experiment, so he does Lone Pine. Okay, I, I and then he murders his family, by uh, the way, and burns oh, the definitely. barn down. I'll take half the money, but it's Twin Pine. <laughs> you hear me, you piece of shit? And if you see Santa Claus, you better run. <laughs> I, I've seen aliens, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say, no, it's going to be the aliens, ball." <laughs> Uh, so uh, Marty goes to a diner uh, and like he like really starts to brutally beat these guys up. You're like, that's not the Marty McFly I know. And then like he kind of goes on. Uh-huh. He goes to find Doc, and Doc has a different name. But like even still, like they kind of he he, he takes them on a, on a on a road trip, and then they go to where they think the McFly house is, and it's yeah. they don't live there anymore. Mm. And then Marty says, "What year is this?" And then <laughs> Doc goes, "Oh." My name is Richard, and I'm frying guns. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Uh, so, yeah, Doc is saying, I love the fucking, what about all that talk about the time continuum? And Doc Brown's just, I figured, what the hell? Cut. That's the end <laughs> yep. of it. It's fucking great. Yep. Economic screenplay right mm-hmm. here, man. Let's move it. Uh, we get to the other house. Actually, uh, Doc says he's going to go to the future in 30 years to see what's going on. He's like, hey, man, just check in on me. I should be like 47. A huge rock star by now or something. Oh, oh, there's a weird like inconsistency because when I come back, I say that there's nothing wrong with you. But actually, in in fact, there is something wrong with you. (laughs) (laughs) Fujitsu will never find out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so yeah, we uh, we kind of already touched on this, but he wakes up the next morning. It is a fucking '80s Reagan dreamscape in <laughs> yes. here. Everybody is doing great. We're successful as hell. We're all yuppies. Uh, I always Dave. wear a suit to the office. Right, yeah. that's Dave. He runs Burger King now. <laughs> I am the fucking Burger King. <laughs> Yet I still live at home with mom and dad. Yeah. What is this? Why th- are you having breakfast? Because there? I think it's a thing where now they're living out a 90s sitcom. They're just over in the morning having breakfast before work. That's bizarre. It's truly bizarre, but people do it in entertainment. Well, but isn't he? He's picking up phone calls for the sister the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He's got oh, Craig track and, of and Greg. And well, all. which one was it? Greg or Craig? Great uh, one. And, um, his parents come back from playing tennis. Like, why do they have to be assholes? Is there a middle road for the McFlies? They're the saddest people in the world. No, or Steve. Or complete dickbag. This is the thing, Steve. You're looking at this from a 2018 gaze. In 1985, these dudes were rad as fuck. This was yeah. so awesome that they were like this. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Everybody loves yuppies. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We're I mean, I don't think so. Success but. and money. Listen, yeah. it's it's not a thing like in other pieces of cinema where the slobs beat the snobs. <laughs> no, sir. The slobs became the snobs, yes. mm. which is the ultimate fantasy. I feel like, uh, what do you call it there? Crispin Glover had to turn down Revenge of the Nerds like 16 times. <laughs> like someone was driving me. I'm They'd- not going to do it. <laughs> They had to go down to the list to Robert Carradine. Oh, yeah, yeah dude, definitely. <laughs> He's kind of a Crispin Glover type. Sure. Yes. Uh, they definitely didn't have the audacity to ask him to read for Booger. <laughs> All right, I'll only do it, but I'll be Booger. <laughs> uh, Booger's the only one we have cast. Um, so, yeah, of course, this is, he's got the four by four outside. Biff brings the book in. Oh, hi, Marty. Fucking great. Now, Biff, don't con me. Yeah, you fucking put two coats of tartar wax on that, you fucking cheapskate. There is a moment here when Marty's like, a fr- like oh, man, you know, well, we were going to go to the lake, but, you know, the cars totaled because in Marty McFly's mind, he's like, okay, every single thing has changed, but obviously the car is the constant. Yeah. Right. Well, he's still not entirely sure he isn't dreaming. True. Now, Biff, that's my friend Elrond's car. It better be nice and shiny for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, t- Biff is working through C-Core. That's why he's fucking waxing his fucking oh, car. That's what that jumpsuit he's wearing is. That's it's like right. official <laughs> uniform. Oh, hi, Marty. A couple more coats of wax, and they'll tell me where my wife is. (laughs) It's the book. See, Marty, if you trust in Xenu, you could do anything. (laughs) Now, Biff, don't you start talking to negative people out there, Biff. (laughs) They'll tell you lies. Now, Biff, you still owe me (laughs) $75,000. Who called me? Was it Paul Haggis? Oh, it was Paul Haggis. (laughs) 25-year-old Paul Hag. Oh, yeah, sexy Paul Hag. <laughs> was it about my e-meter readings? <laughs> uh, so Jennifer Parker comes over. We're just about to make out mm. when all of a sudden Doc Brown blasts back in, dressed up like a man from space himself. Sure. You got to come back to the future because you and it's the one of the greatest lines of all time. What do we become assholes or something? It is. It's a great line. It's a great yeah. line. It's so great. They get in the car and man, oh man, where we're going, we don't need roads. What a fucking way to end a movie. Twenty fifteen. Don't need those roads. <laughs> well, the way our fucking federal government acts, dude, it's like we don't need roads. <laughs> oh yeah, because we're never going to pay to pave them. Yeah, again. pave these things. That's what Mitch McConnell's platform. Where well, we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> we won't need an environment either. 
<laughs> oh my god finally a mitch mcconnell impression it is i love <laughs> it turtle uh uh yeah and then it's just fucking cue the huey lewis man oh what a, what a way to end it you great, know what great. i do like those last two lines but i did want a bit of a call i was wishing for a call back to money where to get in the car now <laughs> And this is, again, I think it just cements how much Doc cares for Marty because it's like he's going to upend everything yeah. for this mission to save this kid's family. Which also, like, they, they're they making their own fucking choices in that second movie. That's not like... Yeah, they're wearing time. their pockets on the outside! <laughs> What's with that hat? <laughs> Why doesn't he get Marty to not talk to fucking Needles and Fujitsu and fucking really do the right thing? Well, it, 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 the one thing we, we should say is that second movie was nowhere near written. It was never written. It was never intended to be a sequel. This is a yeah. gag. It's a joke. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a fun way to end a movie. I yes, think. for sure. Uh, I those second movies. The second movie is good but not great. It's just a, it's just a, each one is a step down. I think the third one's like two to three steps down from the Absolutely. second one. I think the the thing about the second movie that I really love is like. I like all the future stuff. It's fun. Now yeah. that we've passed that year, it's like, ha, 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 how quaint. Look at all these ideas. Uh, but I I more enjoy, as cool as the future stuff is, that the, the larger portion of that movie is yeah. a, a sequel living inside the yes. first film. Yeah. That's what's great it's about it. It's a really it. cool idea. But it I, really is. I also like the idea of Biff becoming an actual menacing villain, which he isn't. Like, Thomas Elf Wilson is great in that sequel. Yes, big and, time. Like, I actually was... I remember as a kid, him on the uh, two things, the him finding the grave... Of oh. George McFly, I was like, that is fucking haunting. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> murdered his father. And then, yeah, in the top, when the red light is like, two McFlies, the same guy. Yes, yes, that's a great line. And then, of course, ooh la la. <laughs> ooh la la. <laughs> yes, I do love that a large plot point in that movie is looking at pornographic magazines, <laughs> which is but, fucking but, phenomenal. But Biff is a big villain in the 50s, even more so in that sequel than this one almost. You know, there's, yeah. there's all those sequences like uh, in the uh, in the tunnel with the car, like he's yes. going to run people over and yeah, shit. Yeah, he's going to do that. Uh, he's menacing with children. He fucking throws the kid's ball up. Yeah, I will say that Thomas Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it. I'll be home when I get home. He's screaming Grandma. at his grandmother. All right, you're right. All right, yeah. I would not say that it's a bad movie by no, any it's good. Imagine. It's just, you know, it's, but yeah, the, it's just the, not the first I one. I think the third one is like you could keep it in my opinion yes, totally I, i'm fine it. with it i'm fine with it i just it's nowhere it doesn't come near one or two for me it's just weird that it's a movie that decides to like the first the second the first sequel yeah. is a movie that lives inside the original film which is a cool idea this second sequel the third film is a movie transplanting itself into another genre yes, of film, yes. which I just, I don't think it works. Well, it's something, and it's only this year that it's been broken. Western, modern Western comedies 
not working for you for the most part. Yeah. Eight yeah. million ways to die in the West. Who saw it? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. But, but you know, Ballad of Buster Scruggs yes. is hilarious. Hey, Amazing. Bob, I got one request for the third movie. Can I get laid at all? <laughs> is there like any woman that might want to have sex with me? Mary that was Steve Christopher Burgess. Lloyd's. Sounds great. Christopher Lloyd's first on-screen kiss. A real wow. That sucks. <laughs> well, the, 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 the Reverend Jim wasn't making. I out mean, with like people, oh, he's man. not well, a fucking maybe monster. He's been role... acting for like thirty years. But the role point. just never came along. Yeah. He never had a romance. He's not making out with Danny DeVito mm. and Cuckoo's. But nest. don't worry, once Uncle Fester comes along, that dude fucks. Oh, dude, Fester fucks. <laughs> Fester fucks <laughs> hard. That dude's all smegma. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is made of smegma. Christopher entirely. Lloyd had pitched or like wanted a fourth movie where Marty and Doc go back to ancient Rome. Oh, really? No, yeah. that's no. Not great. We gotta stop. Since the eyes of March, Marty. <laughs> Doc, I went to public school. I don't know what that means. Oh fuck, dude! They stopped. B- Biff is Brutus. In oh this, yes, right? absolutely. Thomas. Oh, and then yeah, of course, Brutus Tannen. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only fucking Roman with a last name. That's the thing. I think like because the Old West is probably as about about as far back as you can go and you, still have like you, family lineage out west. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. think it's gonna be like Tanninus? Oh, Tanninus. Yeah. Oh. Look I out like for that. fucking Tannis Maximus. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to do the Rome idea? All right, fine. I'll just cuck Ted at dancing. <laughs> fine. I'll just act in this ride video. Oh, <laughs> uh, that ride sucked, by the way. As a massive fan yeah. of these movies, that ride fucking oh, sucked. I never took it. That, you didn't. You didn't miss a goddamn uh, the thing. Back to the Future ride. Yeah, Universal Studios. Okay, yeah. It no longer exists. I think you can watch the video of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It sucked. It was one of those, like, you're in a fucking minivan on hydraulic lifts and it's just a screen. (laughs) It sucked. Yeah, I think I I took that once. It's very annoying. Yes, those rides were... Because the Star Wars ride was the same way. You're going to have to help me, kids. Yep. You got to go chase Biff. No, fuck you. You invented the time machine, (laughs) asshole. He's your villain, not mine. The only thing I do like about that third movie... I mean, listen, I like it. Sure. I don't revisit it often, really. Uh, the last time I watched it I, was when I got the Blu-rays. We did like all three in a row. That was it. That's, I did that uh, like five years ago. It was a good hangover day. Oh like, yeah, these movies like just back to back to back like that. Beautiful yeah. thing for a hangover. I love though the destru- the destruction of the DeLorean and then the train time machine. I yeah. I just think it's cool. It's fun. a flying train, man. That's rad. Also shot in the back over eighty dollars. It's fun. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh right. There's it's got its moments. Yeah, you got ZZ Top playing at the little. Run for fun? (laughs) (laughs) Also, though, we're talking about Doc Brown boozing or whatever, where he famously doesn't drink in that that third movie, he passes out. Gotta get the wake-up juice. Uh, So that is Back to the Future. Uh, Does it hold up, and how often do you revisit? Uh, It certainly holds up. I mean, I think that uh, this movie only has like 33 effect shots or something like that, I I read, which is about about right. You know what I mean? Like. It shouldn't be like a visual feast for the eyes. Like the the stuff, it, it kind of bookends the movie, and it's super fun to look at and really cool. It's like right. very striking and interesting looking, but it's really just a comedy about like you know a weird sex comedy around my mom. Like right. and then like <laughs> the next year, uh, Peggy Sue got married, just ripped this movie right off. It absolutely did. Oof. But I, mean, I, I still like that movie. But Jesus Christ, I've seen it like I, I, I'm like every four years with this movie. I like it a lot. Mm. I really. I, it's one of the you know it's. It's what I think of when I think of Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, who both had great careers. Yeah, that's what you think of. But yeah, that's about four years. I always think of like Mike 
<laughs> um, no life with Mike. Life with Mike. Oh, like like Mike has Crispin Glover though. Yes. yes. Oh, does it really? Yeah. And Bow Wow. Yes. I'm Damn right it does. Um, <laughs> this holds up great. I mean, every. I mean, the rape and the the racial slurs aside. Yeah, sure. Other than that, I think it's a great. And I watch it probably about once every two years. Mm-hmm. It can go back and forth. I will actually take a Back to the Future two as a I rewatch Back to the Future. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, you're, you're covering the bases. Yeah, I'm just like I, I did it. Uh, so yeah, it's about it will hit off and on, but yeah, once every two years about. Yeah, I think it absolutely holds up, obviously. Um, I'm agreeing with everyone. But uh, I'm, I think I'm with Cabin every two years, probably. Maybe three here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's always a fucking good time. I have vivid memories oh, yeah. of a summer day watching this in, oh, in my childhood home. Yeah, Wa- like walking down the stairs being like, Not, don't got school today. What's this? Back to the Future's on television? Well, that... Day is settled. Settled it up, dude. Exactly. So, you know, it's a lot of fun memories with this movie, and it's great to revisit it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very much in the boat. We definitely just 100 cold purchase bought that VHS from McDonald's, <laughs> and I will say it not sounds Burger King, not Burger King. No, this was it was what I talked about with fucking Robin Hood. That slew of VHS tapes that you could buy at McDonald's. Um, it'll sound fucking stupid as shit. And I, maybe it is a little stupid as shit, but this is a movie I said is my favorite movie, and it's my favorite movie because this is the movie that I could remember watching and like literally like falling in love with the movie. Sure, like this was the movie where I was like, oh, movie magic, like mm-hmm. came over me the first few times I saw this movie, and I revisit it probably like once a year. You know, it's funny you mention that because our Patreon episode this month on Star Wars: A New Hope was that movie for me, right? And you can get that full link. <laughs> episode available right now it's almost three hours long it's like two hours and 51 minutes on patreon.com slash we hate movies we're, we're not doing a, a, an episode on it but i feel like i should share uh for me it was salo <laughs> <laughs> like, wow they're cutting those kids tongues out making them eat shit the movies are magic how <laughs> did they do it <laughs> well you know <laughs> Let us know on Twitter, by the way. Follow us at WHM Podcast on Twitter, and maybe we will do this next December, and yeah. we can cover uh, Chris's favorite Salo, film, yeah. everybody, everybody knows we could do a good dissection in that one. <laughs> that is Back to the Future of 1985, directed by Big Bob Zemeckis. Uh, we Hate Movies is continuing on Patreon, man. Like Eric said, patreon.com slash we hate movies. There's an episode about Star Wars up. It's just up. You can get it. Right, and coming up very soon, we're doing... The Star Trek The Wrath of Khan That's is right. coming out towards the end of the month. So That's right. Definitely sign up for that as well. As long as long uh, Along with an episode uh, of Animation Damnation on Batman the Animated Series. So all of that, patreon.com slash we hate movies. And the Commando Inventory. Sorry. On the oh, end, right. No, no, yeah. A lot of shit's going out this month. Sorry, guys. Big sorry, month, everybody. Big month. Uh, was, sorry, but you're welcome. <laughs> uh, as far as next week, head on over to youtube.com slash we hate movies. Watch the We Love Movies announcement video to get what the next film is. I will say it's fucking great. Once again, it's a month of awesome movies here on the show. AFI shit, my friends. AFI <laughs> shit indeed. So until next week, when things get a little Christmassy, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.